Stand by for pre-show banter. Now joining Veteran Gamer's voice, 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 Oh, snap. I think I'm supposed to host the show on the stream, too, because Chinny's gone this week. Ah! What's up, dude? How are you, anyway? Uh, hectic. Let me do this, and then I'll talk. Yeah, we're live. We're live, Duke. It's working. Chinny's yeah. not here, and it's working. Yeah, working. I wasn't expecting that, man. How are you, Antonio? I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, I'm very glad that you put so much thought into finding a replacement. <laughs> we're yeah, glad you could make it, cool. Antonio. Well, basically, I'm running a series. <laughs> are we all ready to start the show? <laughs> Certainly am. Right. Okay. Let's start the motherfucking show, bitch. Uh, yeah, come on. Uh, come on. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Wario cheese! Now the will tell you about every single game that you play this week. Please don't touch my floppy cock. and an indie pit. Stew story time and Chimmy's game breakers. Here comes Duke with the sound by Saviors. I'm a potato. I'm a potato. I'm a potato. I'm a potato. I smell a creep. Oh, I get it. I get jokes. <laughs> oh, I need your advice. Yeah. See, I got this friend named. Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo? That's the worst name I ever heard. Oh, no. Hi, Joey Jojo! Hello and welcome to episode 562 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 562! What up, fam? It's the Veteran Gamers live on Twitch and YouTube. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. And I'm Chinny's replacement again. Yay. I know, well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. Do you want to tell the listeners how um, how far ahead this was planned in events? About 10 minutes ago. 10 minutes? It was five minutes. It was 10. <laughs> it I was a few minutes ago. It was yes. at least 10 minutes Well, let it never oh, be yeah, said that we don't minutes, make every assurance. That's still not enough time, man. I could have been on the bog for all you know. Yeah, well. You could have said no. Shit. I wouldn't look like actually, so you're lucky, yeah. I was finishing up. You're very lucky. You're very wow, lucky. did you have to pinch one off? Uh, all right, anyway. Hey, hey, enough of this. You Moving on. We are not whoa. military veterans, people. We're veterans of the gaming lifestyle. We are, and we stream yes. live every yeah, Sunday That's on right. Twitch and YouTube. Yeah, look at that awesome and... stream. Yeah, exactly. Our it's mix is dead. Static. So we're not on there. There's no animation. gaming, baby. Yeah, yeah Facebook. Stream. No, we don't do that shit. Uh, God, look, before we start, I've got to do a shout out. Oh, snap. We're doing this show in back. It's time for a shout out. Hey! Shout out. And Antonio, it's not because you're on, although that is a kind of a shout out because you're on and helping. I'll take a half shout out. Thank you. Half (laughs) shout out. But no, the shout out has to go to the overseas connection. Yeah, it does because they got their 600th show. Yeah, nice work, shows. y'all. Good. You know yeah. what? Well done to them. Good job, Indeed. OC crew. Good job. Here's it, is, it is an impressive more. feat. Yeah, it is. It is an impressive feat. And they've had lots of you different know. people coming and going over the years, but uh, it's a good crew, and they're a lot of fun to listen to. So They are. They are still yeah. going. They didn't start up that long after us. Nope. So it's about it's about two years to be fair. Now about some people episodes. are wondering why we're only on five sixty two. If they started yeah, after on, us, and our reason actual, is because we were on six ninety seven. We've done six ninety seven people, but 
That's because we were somebody else in the no early days. No one gives a shit. Different. Now, that is true. No one gives a shit. Right. Uh, but what we should do is do story time because I think Duke's got a story. Oh, My favorite time. It's story time. Story. Story, story time. What story are you waiting to hear? I don't know. Moving house. How that's, how that's all We're moving down. house, people. Uh, it's the last week. By the time this time next week, we will be in Chipmunk Hill, which is the name of the farm we're moving to. And uh, yeah, we've had all these crazy ups and downs with the people who are buying our house, concerned about the kind of wiring we have, and they asked us to knock some money off the house price so they can get it fixed. And uh, all our possessions are in boxes. Like eighty percent of the things we own are currently in boxes. All my books have been boxed up. Um, after we finish this podcast, I'm going to box up the Mac and the mic. So this mic I'm (gasps) using right now, I'm packing it up. Wow. I'm packing it up and packing it in. Let me begin. I can ask you a question, Duke. Battle me. That's a sin. Yes. What's your question? Wow. Uh, can I ask a question? Can I ask? So are you sort of beyond, I mean, I know you are on the farm, but on your own house, are you beyond the point of no return? Did they have to buy it now? Oh yeah. They have to buy it. I mean, yeah, they yeah, would have lost a lot of money. Now and go, they oh, lost, wiring shonky. They would have lost a lot of money if they had backed out before. So they had an incentive to make it happen. Um, we and we were interested in accommodating them because we didn't want them to get stuck with a house with bad wiring. It's something that our inspector should have caught, and if they had, when they did the inspection 13 years ago, we would have fixed it. So you know, we did some things in good faith. They wanted to have the house. It, it was I wasn't ever really that worried, but you know, whatever they could have. I don't know. They had a contingency that said if the this is so boring, they could have found a way to kind of back out. But by and large, they were in in it to win it. So it all worked out well. Now, some friends of ours had a nightmare where the person the day before the closing, they were talking about we're pulling out. My partner didn't see the house before we signed all the paperwork. So they're not happy with it. And we're just going to walk. And they had to get lawyers involved. It was a nightmare. So we've been very lucky throughout the process. See that wasn't that doesn't happen in the UK. In the UK, up until exchange, what they call exchanging contracts, where you sort of that's the point of no return. You can just go, nah, I've changed my mind. I mean, you know, there, that's a possibility here, except that generally people put what's called earnest money down, and there's all these you know basic agreements of like if you put in an offer to buy, that's you putting you have to put some skin in the game. Otherwise, it's just it could be easily switched away. And I wonder what the rate of like canceled agreements is over there but anyway the point is i've got all these things going on this week because the so monday i have a union meeting on the internet and then tuesday we have the walkthrough and then wednesday is the closing and then thursday is when the electrical work begins and diane's going to take the car because i have to go to school but she needs the car to do stuff and they're bringing the electrical car charger over to the new place and then moving day is friday and the internet's getting activated on friday so saturday is the first day of like ah Wow. So, so you may or may not be on the podcast next Sunday. I'll be nothing. on the podcast. She... Well, what if something happens, man? What well, I mean, there's wrong? always a possibility something happens. There was a possibility something would have happened today. But if everything goes to plan, I will be okay. ready to go in the new building and I'll be down in the man cave so the Duchess won't even have to put up with me yelling and screaming during the podcast because she may not even hear me. What about the beatboxing, though? There might not be any beatboxing. Oh, that's a good point. If we do the... if we. Duchess, I'm telling them that I'm going to be down in the man cave, but they said maybe they won't hear as much beatboxing if I'm downstairs and you're not around. We better get in some beatboxing now. 
check out the beat. Uh, move your feet. Yeah. Uh, eat some meat. Substitute. Well, that may that may be the last time we get the beatboxing. Oh, it won't be the last, last time. time. We may be pre-recorded in the future, but it's not gonna be the last time. <laughs> you'll be you'll be there, Duchess. Get down here. <laughs> yeah. Should just come be down once in a while. Where the house is completely yeah. empty. Out of curiosity. What's that, uh, Antonio? Is that going to be a period Wait of time? Wait a second, I got seven people yelling empty. at me. Hold on a second, Antonio. What, Duchess? Okay. It will be special. Yes, it will. Thank you. Okay, Antonio, you were saying? First time the show. Is there going to be a period of time where the house is going to be completely empty? I asked because is there anything you've ever wanted to do in that house that you couldn't do because there was stuff in the way, there was space? You know, can you finally throw a house party, like a proper mental movie like house party? Can you do Project X? Uh, yes, are. it will be empty. No, I've never wanted to do any of that stuff. Project X, house Ugh. party, whatever. In fact, I can't wait to get to the new place because then there will be room for people to come congregate and stay six feet away from each other. We have a fire pit. We've got big yards. We've got all sorts of patio space. It's going to be lit. We're going to be entertaining like what? You know, I think, Duke, what? this this sounds ideal. And, and correct me if I'm wrong here. I know I'm not going to put a movie theater yes. or a pizza oven outside no no but this sounds perfect for vr uh, you know, where are you gonna say that? Fuck's sake. all right i guess we're done with story time <laughs> open areas <laughs> uh, Got big rooms. I feel like there were other things we have parent teacher conferences this week and they're bringing students that's the other thing by this time next week i will be either preparing for the first day back with a few students or relieved that we were able to postpone that dumb plan to bring students back in the building because they're planning to do that at our school which is just idiotic look get with the program that's happening everywhere in the uk mate yeah but i don't think you have as many new cases each day as we do oh i don't know we're getting there (laughs) we don't have as many as you but you're a big country but well and and wisconsin especially (laughs) is a hot spot right now where our county is just raging how many did it say in the paper today duchess new cases then you, you, we were talking about it at breakfast. Anyway. Uh-huh. 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 How many people died today? I don't know. 100. Uh, no, but in the UK, right, just to, just to put it into perspective, you, universities are the, the worst place. Well, to yeah, the same with us. Yeah. Uh, there's one, I can't remember which one it was. Was it Manchester or Liverpool or somewhere had a thousand confirmed cases in one day. Manchester. Yeah, Manchester. yeah. A <laughs> thousand confirmed cases in the university. Yes. It's crazy. They're still paying the same fees I did as well for university. Yeah. It's crazy. And they're all locked down. They're not allowed yeah. out. <laughs> the kitchen parties. Well, and that was completely right. predictable. Everybody knew that was going to oh, yeah. happen. They were just hoping yeah. it might not. And meanwhile, it's all because they wanted the tuition money. And I mean, I it's understand. It's all about the cash. I mean, it's I all understand. about the cash. Like, is king. Anyway, tra- we don't talk about COVID on this show. Because it doesn't well, actually we brought it up. Ages, but... I know. So, no, not all right. Ages. Anybody else got a, a story? Bit, a little bit. Uh, yes, I've been on holiday this week. Oh, I know. I've been away from my house. Where did you go on holiday? I I went to, well, my daughter took the piss and said we went to Bradford. Okay. But we didn't actually go to Bradford. Oh, these kids with their crazy jokes. I know. Claiming that you went to Bradford. (laughs) We're about seven miles away in a place called Bailden. Uh, reminds me when i was a young person and i said one time i was like we're going to tampa and actually went to st petersburg (laughs) there you go uh but yes we we had a we went to a lovely little airbnb we had some nice walks we went to uh we went to actually have you have you ever watched the peaky blinders juke nope don't ask me then 
Antonio, you <laughs> blinders. It I seems like actually. Antonio would be much well, more likely to have seen it. It's like I was only drafted in ten minutes before the show. <laughs> I know. Uh, we shit. We went to uh, we Truth went to a hurt. place called uh, Salter. Uh, which has some scenes filmed for the Peaky Blinders, so that's where they filmed some of the scenes. So it's quite interesting oh, yeah. when you go to a place where they film stuff. Uh, and my wife. The interesting huge... thing about that is, shut up, you. Uh, a huge Peaky Blinders fan, so that's kind of cool. And we went to uh, Brimham Rocks. That's a nice, cool place. Uh, so yeah, we had we had we had a good time. It was nice just to get away and yes. have different scenery. We're yes. nice Yorkshire folk. Yes, the night in Yorkshire. Yes. So yeah, it was good. It was good. So that's okay. that's my story. That's Glad it. I didn't do time. anything else. Antonio, what's exciting. the most exciting thing from your last week? Uh, writing a pilot for a TV show. Yeah. That's my most exciting thing. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Antonio. Knowing you yes. quite well. Yes. Knowing you quite well. Is it sci-fi? No. Oh. Are you happy with the product so far, Antonio? No. Oh shit! I'm sorry, but that's why you have redrafts, isn't it? It is why you have redrafts. That's why, yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. It'll take editors. Ages. Editors. Are you, are you passionate about the project? Yes. Good. Definitely. That's the most important thing. I think. So, what's it about? Tell us what it's about. Give us the elevator pitch. Um, yeah, it's not a sci-fi. What I still need to think of the elevator pitch oh, related okay. pitch to finances, Fair enough. but it's. Well, give it, 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 a mini series about living with the realities of mental health. Cool. Ah, uh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. That sounds since like it could be very useful. Kind of, kind of air post since it was Mental Health Awareness Day yesterday. So That's yeah. right. Um, Take yeah, care of yourselves, be people. Be gentle. In like five years. Yeah. Self financed in five years. Try, try, trying to pitch anything to do with um, illness that isn't kind of obvious is kind of hard to get funding for. So. Mm. Ugh. Maybe it will, yeah, I think it'll be self-financed and put on YouTube, but whatever. You don't yeah. need finance. Just get a phone. Everybody phones uses phones for video and everything these days. You'll be HBO fine. programs it's not financing don't for use equipment. Their phones, I have that. Like, it's financing for everything else to make it an official production. Yeah, there you go. Well, I, what do you need? Craft what do you need? services. Come on. Special uh, well, effects? If, if anything, it, just for two things, crew and actors and locations. Oh, just get your mates to do it. It'll be fine. Yeah, I live in the sticks. <laughs> that's and all that's right, a... look. Just ask random people. Go, hey, you. You want to help me? <laughs> all right, I'm so a really, really, nice really bad person. mental trauma. We just met five minutes ago. I don't care. Really bad mental trauma. <laughs> yeah, the one you love just told you no. Okay, action. As Tracy, as Tracy matter, Jordan, as Tracy yes, Jordan go, said on fun. 30 Rock, uh, we're going to need at least $20 million for all the claymation sex scenes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about video crew, games. You've got yourself. You'll be go. Where are you going? Story time's over, isn't it? <laughs> what you been playing? <laughs> Wario Kart! Wario Kart! I'm really pleased about uh, Antonio's extensive show notes. I know exactly what he's been playing because this was well planned. And pre-prepared totally in advance. Oh, I know. Uh, go for it, Antonio. Yeah, go ahead, Antonio. Um, what we got? Doom Eternal. We all know that's a, a good game, right? What? I don't know. I'm not playing Doom it. Eternal is what that's you a, said. That's okay. a big shame. Yeah, it's, well, I think wait, it's a very good game. I mean, look, it's coming to Windows for whatever soon, isn't it? Hopefully, you know, gaming pass for Windows stuff, so I'll I be thought playing it was, it. but I checked it. It's not on yet. Hopefully, it will come no, soon. No, it is coming. It's coming to Game Pass for PC. I, but, awesome. but, I, but it was later than the Xbox version. Okay, good to hear, good to Because I want to play it on, uh, I want to play on Xbox. Since I have it on PC, and I hate the Bethesda launcher with such a passion, so to have that gone would be lovely. 
Um, but it has a multiplayer, of all things. Oh. Now, June 2016 had a multiplayer. That was very boring, kind of Quake-like shooting. Like, it's just Slayers versus Slayers. It's basically Team Deathmatch. Yeah, but that's what, that's what Quake and Doom's always been. Very true, but I would have expected more from Doom. And they've changed it up this time because now it's uh, Demons versus Slayers. So it's a 2v1 uh, mode where there's one of, one of five demons and your friend versus a Slayer. Or you can play as a Slayer. It's really fun. I don't see it having a massive long lifespan because there's only three maps. But it's really dang fun. Mainly as a demon, though, since I don't know, I don't like the idea of playing as a Slayer since I already play as him in the story mode. Okay, well, what about the actual story mode, though? Have you played that? Oh, yeah, I've played that. I've played that. I've beaten it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, how I well did played it? that recently. I love oh, the fact that you still say beaten it. I've beaten it. I didn't finish it. I beat it. Um, I, I guess I think I've beaten it because I did play it on a very hard difficulty. So I, 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 I and why does it, it, what's the difference? Where? Yeah. I, I think know. it's. I think back in the day, people used to say, I beat a game. Now it's like when there's so many... And I know this isn't probably one of these, but so many story-focused games. Oh, you're playing Doom for the story, sure. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. I'm like, this isn't one of those games, but I'm saying a lot of games now is sort of story-focused, so it's like I finish the story, not beat the game. It is weird. I don't know. No, you're not wrong. I normally do say finish the game that I think about it, cause I, but with Doom, I do feel like I beat it. Anything that I feel is quite challenging, I feel like beaten the game. Yeah. Especially something like Doom where, you know, it's you versus the world. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, the story's great, but I haven't played that recently. I've just played the multiplayer. So what about the story? Because I haven't played this, you know. Hopefully I will be doing soon. Oh, um... Well, I'm not See, because I wasn't... I didn't like... I was one of the few people who didn't really like the sort of rebooted Doom. Really? What would you like? No, I just found it a bit boring. Hmm. I found it a bit boring and a bit, like, repetitive and a bit like... Eh. Mm. Well, the thing of... I remember... I, I, this is always stuck in my head. It was from either Halo 1 or Halo 2's documentary... Game design is basically thinking of six seconds of gameplay and trying to extend that for a full game. And yeah, that Doom, was a, that was a Doom dude. So that was a, the original Doom. Oh, it was a Doom. My apologies. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I remember. I think so. Of, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I remember someone saying that in a Bungie documentary once. Anyway, um, part of the reason I love Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal so much is I love those six seconds. The gameplay is so smooth and fluid. Like this is my favorite shooter in terms of pure fundamentals and gameplay. Yeah, it is fun. Look, I didn't, I did enjoy it, but I got, I don't know, I just got a bit bored after a while. Is it because like you didn't really care why you're killing stuff? Partly that, I guess. Partly that, but I don't know. Just, I think it's a repetition. Yeah. You know, and the sort of all the environments look very similar to each other. And oh, Doom Eternal fixes that. Doom Eternal fixes that. Oh, okay. Because I do agree there. Doom twenty sixteen. Although I do love its visual design, it is very repetitive. It's very, you know. Yeah. Dark and bloody. And brown. That's kind of it, really. <laughs> yeah, a lot of browns. A lot, a lot of, browns. of brown. A lot of beige. Which is definitely fixed in Doom Eternal. Not every level is fixed, but yeah, a lot of them are. I, I remember the first level, although it, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, this is kind of moody and beigey. You walk outside and the world is literally burning. And you see massive behemoths walking with stuff on their back. I was like, oh, they, yeah, they fixed the visual design this time. But yeah, I've made him play the multiplayer recently. So uh, the, the multiplayer you said is one v two. It's one v two, yeah. So one player plays as a slayer, and two players one of five demons. Okay. And uh, they're all ones from the story mode. Interesting. And um, yeah, it's I really was surprised because I remember seeing gameplay and going, hmm, I don't know, looks a bit boring. 
And sure, I only played two hours of it, and I'm sure I won't play for too much longer. But it's a nice little side edition. Two hours is Heck two yeah. hours. Yeah, exactly. I was literally writing a video before I came on here, and I was writing about, uh, do you remember Dead Rising 2 Case Zero? Anyone? I do. And I was pitching that it's only an hour, but I enjoyed the hour. Mm. Yeah, it's good. It's I a mean, good game. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Hmm. I remember we played co-op, I think, back in the day, didn't we? We, we did. You? I think we did. Yeah, yeah, I swear we did. Well, there you go then. Swings around, that's people. Um, but yeah, Doom Eternal, it's on Game Pass now, people. So give it a play. I think it's... And, and Game Pass for PC soon. I will play, because why wouldn't you if it's free? Mm-hmm. You know what I, mean? I think you I think you'll enjoy it more this time. It really does lean into the story more, which is fine for people that care about the lore. I didn't care too much, personally. I just wanted to shoot, shoot, bang, bang, demons in the face, which I did. Oh, yeah, you get a lot of that. Oh, yeah, and that's, that's what I wanted it for. That ends, well, listening to the headbanging music. God, I love the soundtrack. Yeah, that's my kind of jazz. Ironically, there's no jazz, but that'd be great if there was Doom Eternal with jazz. <laughs> yeah. That would be, that would be weird. Or Ornette Coleman. Like, <laughs> trap jazz. <laughs> that's a new project for me to do in the background. There but yeah, go. Doom Eternal, the multiplayer, it's pretty fun. I uh, still haven't played as a Slayer yet, but it's it's a nice little change of pace from the boring typical t- team deathmatch. So yeah, give it a try, people. Even if it's just for half an hour, give it a shot. Uh, Lord's in the chat on YouTube. Say hello to Lord. What up, Lord? And everyone listening. Yeah, what up, Yeah, there is, there is some people on Twitch, like five, but there's no one in the chat. Say hello in the chat on Twitch. Then well, we there's know nobody who's using the chat. I don't know. Well, we uh, have you got ben. Dice Duke? I know we didn't do it. We got Bloodluster. We got Commander Root. We got Diesel Saint. We got Lurks. We got yet another podcast. So thanks, everybody. I guess that's Antonio, huh? Yeah, that's yeah, welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's uh, but thank you for joining us. However, you're joining us, whether it's live or on recording, uh, we appreciate you being a part of this. So, yeah. Yeah, we should have said, by, by the way, we never really mentioned Chini. I know, obviously, Chini isn't here and people know he's not here, but he's on holiday as well. So that's why he isn't yeah. here. Wondering. Hey, it's your Cornwall. turn, Stu. You're on, Stu. Oh. What have you been playing? He's in Cornwall. He's uh, how rude. I've been playing a ton of stuff this week. Go ahead. I have. Uh, flight, I've got an update on Flight Simulator 2020. Uh, I don't know when I'll have to talk about it unless there's something new. Shut up. What's Rocket new? League, Go man. ahead. What's new? Tell us. Like you, like you can complain at me when you've talked about Rocket League and fucking Skyrim for about the last five years. What did I talk about recently with those games that wasn't new? It doesn't matter what you talked about recently, right? I've talked about this for about the last three months. We've had five years of Skyrim. If yeah, not it longer. never gets boring because it's awesome. Shut up. Go ahead. What is it? Tell no, us about it. I think you can just writing. shut up. Uh, yes, there's a, there's, I've actually installed a mod you. You'll be proud of me. I know Ooh, you're into mods. All right. What's stuff. the mod? Is it a Skyrim mod? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it awesome. isn't. It's called Neofly. Ooh. And it is actually really cool. But I feel like I need a second screen to play it properly. Okay. Uh, because basically what it is is uh, it's like you become a bush pilot in Australia, uh-huh. and you have to carry out missions for them. So you have to transport people, cargo, medical supplies, uh, mystery VIPs. Okay. But the, the, weird, the funny thing about the VIPs, you can only fly at night if it's VIP. Uh-huh. So you've got to kind of, you know, like sort of sneak them around. Uh, it's really cool. And you get money. So you get money for every time you obviously do, do something successfully. And then you can buy extra stuff. Uh, but what's kind of cool, it is a full-on simulation. So wherever you get to, whichever airport you land at, you do another mission from there. Uh-huh. If you want to go back to your original airport, you've got to pay to get like to get back to there. 
Uh-huh. It's it's very cool. So basically what you do is you put in an Australian airport as a starting point. Yes. And then look for missions and it'll just give you a list of what's available from that airport. Hmm, interesting. It's really, really good. It's really I'm really, really impressed. Uh so what he does is he gives you a sort of like a web overlay. Uh-huh. So you get a web like a web overlay, and on the overlay it's got like a, a real-time map. So okay. it shows you where your plane is on the on like more like a Google map, okay, rather than the in in game one. Cool. And it just and there's there's like proper voice, so the the air traffic control will tell you your mission and what you're doing and everything. Uh-huh. Then when you get to where you're going, you have to wait while it unloads the cargo from your plane. Okay. So you're obviously delivering cargo. You have to wait till that's been unloaded. And then you can sort of set off on the next mission that you want to choose. It's, it's, you know, I mean, I know it sounds a bit anal. Well, I didn't want to say and anything. And a bit sad. It. But it is actually quite a lot of fun. All right. I'm glad you're having fun with it. So, yeah. yeah so, something new, something new. It still do looks you have, amazing. Do you have any way. interest in this uh, Star Wars mod? Because that's what I found. No, out it apparently it's terrible. Well, it doesn't look terrible. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> it looks cool. Apart from the fact that it's in the floor. <laughs> well, that's all right. Oh dear. Anything else? Uh, about but yeah, there's, there's lots of mods like that. Yes. Uh but this I don't know, this one's kind of just more it's more interesting because it actually gives you missions to do rather than just flying around. I see. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like a lot of the time you spend a lot of time just going from place to place and you have to make up your own reasons for doing it. Yeah. Whereas this kind of gives you a reason to do it. Sure. I like video games that have missions and activities in them. Exactly. This one doesn't, but it does now, and he's right, free. And cool. the, and I'll give the guy some props. And I might, if I get into it, I might pay him some cash because yeah, why not support your local mod author? Exactly, because he said his wife would go mentally if she knew how many hours he'd put into creating this thing for people. Well, yeah, but it's good so, to create yeah. things for people. That's a that's the internet code. It used to be. Yeah, dude, oh, yeah. flying through that window in that building—that was crazy. Oh yeah, this game is crazy. It, it yeah. is a. I, I still can't get over how cool this game is. I haven't played it as much recently because I've been distracted yes. with other games. But I do keep dipping in. Well, go know. ahead. Since you haven't said too much about this, go ahead. Talk about another game. I'm going to talk about Mafia Definitive Edition. Oh snap! Because I'm loving this game. Okay. It's the story's just excellent the voice acting's really good the scripting's excellent uh-huh. uh just everything about it the, and again you know and i've said this before about don't nod games do an excellent sense of place yeah and this is the same you feel like you're in 1930s america in the mafia yeah and i know a lot of people are whinging and going now oh, it's because you know there's no side missions but it's a story That's game. A you know, you shouldn't be expecting That's a side good missions. Thing. And they're all going, what's the point of the open world if there's no side missions? Do you know what? The open world stitches everything together. Like when you're driving around this city in like, which feels like 1930s America in mafia time. Yeah. I don't think it would be as cool if you didn't have that, you know, and there's, there's people walking around in like the dress of the time. You you know you have the radio on with all the traditional 1930s music on and stuff. Yeah, um, and I like the way that the story's told as well. It's kind of like you've you've been caught up by a like a copper, and you're basically relating what happened. Like black. And that was the way black was structured. 
Yeah. So you're telling him what went down. And if you leave the cafe you're in on your own, you're a dead man. Yeah. So he makes that really clear at the beginning. You know, I'm sort of, I'm your protection here. If I leave and you leave on your own, that's the end for you, mate. You're done, man. Yeah. So it's cool. And and some of the missions have been really good. I've been, they've been very varied. Uh-huh. They're not all sort of shoot, shoot, bang, bang. You know, there's like there was a mission I did today where uh, you were in a fixed car race that you had to win because obviously all the mafia, your mafia, Don, and all his friends had put bets on. Okay. And the, the driver gets beaten up and has his arm broken so that he can't compete and you have to take his place. Uh-huh. So it's like a bit of a car race and it and it works really, really well. And the, and most of the cars are just terrible to drive. Yeah, I mean these things are like sludge. Uh, but the racing car was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So yeah, it, I totally recommend this game if you haven't played it and you're wondering about it. If you like Mafia Two, well, this... I was actually going to ask that because I did not click on Mafia Two. So could you try and elevate a pitch of this to me if someone didn't really click on Mafia Two? So what what did you not like about Mafia Two? Uh, the story mainly. Oh, okay. I, I really like the story of Mafia 2. You probably won't like uh, this one either. Big film fan. I could see its influences on its fucking sleeve. I remember I was like halfway in and thought, someone's watched Casino. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, and this is the same. This is very much sort of the Godfather. Well, that and the gameplay didn't c- catch me either. And I do like the world building, and I did like the open world aspect to it because I did feel like the world was lived in. Yeah, yeah, this is click with me. What about Mafia Three? I don't, I don't know. Antonio? Oh, Mafia Three, no, <laughs> no, no. I was no interest in that because it had loads of side missions and stuff. So I'm curious. I just, about Mafia Three. I just want a game with a story, and the gameplay is actually all right. The shooting mechanics are fine. Some of the AI is a bit rubbish. Mm-hmm. So the AI is not the best in the world. They're, they're very much sort of. Although they do. They have seem to have two sort of um, tactics. They're like they will do a bit of strafing, so they will try and come around you, or they'll just run straight at you. Okay. So there's so there's not there's not a lot of sort of intelligent AI going on in this game as far as as the enemies go, but it's still fun. And and the headshots are an insta kill. So if you shoot them head first, and and it's oh, wow. what, what 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 fuck that I got to buy the game now. Jesus, it's, got, it's actually got a nice blood spray bad? mechanic as well. When you shoot them in the head, you know you see this spray of blood come out. It's pretty good. I like it. I like that. I think the voice acting is great. There's a there's a really cool tool guy. So like at your your mafia base, there's a guy who gives you new weapons and stuff. He's kind of funny. Uh, so he's always got something new for you when you go back and do a new mission. Um, and like I say, I just think the world's great. And they've just added, they've done an update and added a black and white mode with like proper film grain and everything so you can play it like that if you want. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. I really do. And, and, and like, again, if you compare this to the original Mafia and what that looked like, it is worlds apart. I mean, the work these guys have done on this game to make it look as good as it does is just unbelievable, really. It does look well, that must have been where all their time went because the Mafia 2 Definitive Edition port I played was fucking dreadful. No, no, this is brilliant. And then again, uh, this... Yeah, let's go. I'm just comparing. Yeah, yeah. This game initially came out in 2002. Mm-hmm. So you can begin to imagine what it must have looked like back then and just everything in the game. I mean, the water reflections, the just the game itself just looks beautiful. You know, the city itself is a is a great sort of place i really really like this game cool so i think you'd like it antonio i do 
I'll, but, I'll give it time. I'll give it time when it's all gone down in price and that, and the hype has all died down. Because I, I like doing that with games that have a, a lot of hype, but I'm not big on. Mm-hmm. I like to wait yeah, so yeah. I can play it in my own little isolated bubble. Yeah, that's you why see, I haven't we, played I did... Red Dead 2. I'm waiting for it to the hype to die down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've already yeah. got it. I'm waiting for it you to go to 20. To... When it gets to 20 bucks on the PC, I'll get it then. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to buy it. Yeah, um, yeah I, t- I totally agree. It's pretty good. I mean, the reason I bought it was because... I got a £10 off voucher at Epic, so I was like, mm-hmm. 24 quid. I'll just buy it. Uh, it's definitely worth 24 quid. It's good. It's so good. I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh, and I know it's a good game, and I'll tell you why I know it's a good game, because every okay. time I finish a mission, I want to carry on playing to the next one. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, it's got its hooks in you. A good time. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Cool. There you go. Antonio, Nothing what else. do you got? Hey, move on. Yeah. Antonio, me. yeah, it's you. I can hear you. I can hear us, dude. I'm sorry. Antonio, um, it's your turn. Talk about a game. Antonio, thank you. Um, let's keep the remake train going. I've been playing Tony Hawk One Plus Two. One Plus Two, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chini was talking about this. He really, he's really liking this. I didn't grow up with Tony Hawk much at all. I remember I played a lot of American Wasteland because that's the only game that came with my 360 that wasn't Perfect Dark Zero. Perfect Dark Zero is Perfect Dark Zero. So um, I have a lot of memories of American Wastelands, but not many other Tony Hawk games. So I thought this would be the perfect time to jump on since Vicarious Visions made it. They made the Crash Insane Trilogy, and that rocked. Um, And yeah, this game rocks. Holy crap, this game rocks. This is the best official Tony Hawk game I've ever played. And I've now played more than that curiosity. He said much the same. He loved it. Is it better than Simpsons Skateboarding? (laughs) As someone who has played that, Lord, yes. (laughs) That yeah, but it doesn't have the Simpsons me. on the other hand. Um, w- w- sorry. No, go ahead. Because <laughs> what makes this game better than the original is, in, more than anything else is that it takes things from the later games that were good, such as being able to manual, which allows you to continue your combos, mm, yeah. reversing, which allows you to continue your combos, and other quality of life improvements from old, uh, sorry, newer games, bringing them back to 1 and 2, which I'd argue are the better games in the series. Mm. And um, it just makes one perfect, beautiful cacophony. <laughs> cacophony thank you cacophony that's a good word there's uh it's a beautiful cacophony of t- skateboarding man like the soundtrack it does take quite a lot from the original games not all of them from mm. the original games but i think that's because you can just use spotify on your console okay. so you can just go yeah. and listen to that if you want to right but they have put a lot of new tunes in there which i personally have loved i've uh shazams i like half the soundtrack now okay just add into my my playlist yeah and there is a creator park feature as well now it's mm. not as good as, say, fan-made ones like, such as Fug Pro. Okay. But for official, it flipping rocks, man. This game rocks, man. I was like, I was um, considering selling a few games to buy Crash 4, and um, I put Tony Hawk on that pile, looked at it, and went, nah, nah, you're staying. Huh. <laughs> I haven't played multiplayer yet because I want to beat the game fully first. They go, beat oh, yeah. again. There you go. There it is I would again. Argue this is a, I would argue this is a game you have to beat considering the only way to progress is to complete challenges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is a very archaic game design in terms mm. of um, you get like eight challenges per level. Four of them are normally get a high score, and the rest are level uh, specific, such as yeah. find gas canisters, um, ring the bell at the school mm. by wall riding on it, and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm terrible at these games. I've never been good at them. I don't yeah, know why, yeah. but I'm starting to get good at them. Mm. Um, and it feels so great to um, just see yourself get better by having yourself get better and better scores and combos every time. Yeah. Um, it's just such a dang good and well-made game. Like, we all poop on Activision, but recently with their remakes, they're doing shit right. Cool. And, yeah, um, I mean, last week we were talking and we said, 
uh, one that two of the games that should be remade are Dead Space and Dead Space Two. They would be so great to be remade. Do they need to be remade though? I well, we talked Dead about Space one last year. I know, but but the environments don't look great when you get up close. They look very pixelated and stuff. And I don't think they need a lot. Just maybe a bit of polish, you know what I mean? And a bit of up-resin. Not necessarily up-resin, but need to maybe rejig the environments. I think they could definitely add a lot more atmosphere. What if they did VR with Dead Space? Oh, God, that'd be horrible Dude. to play. Oh, God, yes, please. <laughs> yeah, but horrible. Dude. It would be hideous. Yeah, be like you're oh, my yes, God. Can you imagine? And it would space work really, death. really well. Blood space. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah, Considering uh, Resi 7 worked really well, I think Dead Space would work even better. Yeah, it would. Um, but I'm so, so happy this game has done well. But the thing is, I've noticed that division, they're remaking old games and they're basically getting people's, um, getting people to like say, hey, Tony Hawk, that's a good game franchise now. And then they'll make another one. They did, did that with Crash. They mm. did the remake, did CCR, and now they've made a brand new game. They'll probably do that with Spyro. And I think they'll do that with Tony Hawk as well, like five years down the line. Yeah, no. But I'm they've sure. earned it because the engine is rock solid. It looks beautiful. And um, I do love that instead of doing the old Photoshop technique and make everyone look old, sorry, who was old, look young. They just made Tony Hawk a 50-year-old man. Yeah. No, that's the best way, because he really is. That's and I feel, and nice I'm glad touches. that he got a good game, because people came down hard right, does on he, that. Let, let me ask you a question. Does he rub his hip when he gets up? He, he actually does rub his hip when you do, like, a if you do, like, a quite a large <laughs> drop, he, like, goes, oh. Nice. And like, there's little touches like, like that, which there I just love in Vicarious Visions well, games. like, he really um, is old. Yeah. <laughs> especially old man i yeah, know yeah. i know no i'm feeling old these days i tell you yeah but yeah this game rocks it has multiplayer haven't tried it yet i want to beat every level first but yeah this game rocks i got it for like 30 quid day one it's not a full price game yeah it's it's awesome i'm so happy cool. with this game all right yeah, well it's my turn now i should have gone when i told you to go i don't know why i told you to go but whatever yeah that's why i hesitate yeah whatever i i don't have too many games to talk about so it's okay that uh, oh, you've been playing first. packing i've been playing yeah packing. and you know the duchess made a, a point that when we went to clear out her father's state uh i had no trouble sleeping the way i usually do because and she said it's because you know what are you looking forward to when you wake up moving boxes around and you know what? That was, you know, five years ago, something like that. Uh, I've been sleeping pretty well this week. And I guess it might be because, what are you looking forward to? Moving boxes. So, whatever. <laughs> um, I've been playing Avadon 2. This is the game from Spiderweb Software. Uh, they've made a lot of turn-based role-playing games over the years. I remember, I looked up how long I've been playing these games. 1995 is when Exile, the first Exile game came out. So I've been playing their games for like 25 this, years this now. This looks like it came out in 1995. <laughs> yeah, because it's like one guy making all these games, and he makes a lot of games. The story is what you play for. The gameplay is, you know, old-school, turn-based, whatever. Um... I realized that the way to deal with the difficulty of this game is to kind of stick and move. You get within range. Of, if there's a there's the problem that I was having is that there was groups of monsters and they're they're overwhelming when they're all together. So what I did was I'd move a little forward, get a few of them to pay attention to me, run away, fight those few monsters that chased me, and then take them you know take the pack down like that. So I was like, hey, I'm learning the strategy of this game. How about that? Because what I realized is that. 
what you probably ought to be doing is leveling up your characters in order to get stronger, and then you can go to these areas where you're getting stomped, and you can stomp the monsters there, right? But here's the thing. It's not clear that that's what you're supposed to do. Like, it kind of feels like, the you know, in Skyrim, when when you go, when you come out of the cave at the beginning of Skyrim, it's like, meet me down in Riverwood. And then you go down to Riverwood, and then someone's like, here, help me on the forge. And, you know, then you get the quest to go up to the shrouded hearth barrow and, and get the golden claw back, right? It's a little bit at a time. In this game, it's just like all the stuff is just handed to you. And like, I'm being led in this direction, which I think is like, I'm ready for that now. And then I got stomped. So I was just like, the the grinding element is not intuitive. And once you clear an area in this game, the monsters are just gone. So the idea to like power up, like, how are you supposed to level up? How am I supposed to get stronger? I, it's not clear to me. So that was that sounds like bad game design. Well, that's the thing is that I I tweeted at the guy and I was like, because I interviewed him once upon a time. I've been a fan of his games for a while. And I feel like generally they're very well made, but it feels like they're getting harder and harder and harder. And so I was like, you know, I put this on my Steam review. Like if, if the problem, you know, I mean, it could be that I'm doing something wrong. It could be that I'm missing something. But I think as somebody who's been playing games from this developer for 25 years, I don't think it's me. Like, I really don't. But like I said, I was making progress. I was I was having, you know, the story's interesting. So I was like eager to find out what was going to happen next. And uh, eventually I got to a point where I was getting stomped so much. I was like, you know what? Look, I don't like doing it, but I'm going to have to put it on easy mode. And wow. I know what that means. I know what people think. You really suck. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Uh, the problem is I put it on easy mode and I still got stomped by a level boss. So I just want to say, fuck this game. I'm done. Oh. Uninstalled. Quit. It's so You know, you've been playing this game for quite a few weeks. As yes, well. I have. I put some time into it, but it's just not fun. And I don't know what to do differently now because I, like I said, I put it on easy mode and it still kicked my ass. So I don't know. Like I said, you know, there's probably things I could do differently. I'm sure that somebody who, you know, kicks this game's butt would look at me and go, oh, you should have done this, should have done that. But it's not like I'm racing through anything. It's not like I'm missing out on stuff that the game's offering to me. It's just that you're supposed to save up a bunch of potions, I guess, and you're supposed to use magic in a certain way at a certain time. And it's just frustrating. That's Avedon 2, the end. Who's next? Stu, what do you got? I don't know. I have got other stuff. Let's go for this. Yeah. I have been playing quite a lot of Forza Horizon 3. Oh, snap. Oh, wicked. I know. I'm not, as you know, right? I am not a driving simulator well fan. So, thank fuck that this is not a driving simulator game. This This feels like the spiritual successor to Burnout Paradise. Okay. Just everything about it, just the way it plays, the crazy stuff, the you get like literally points for everything you do. Yeah. So Even like destroying shit. Yeah. Yeah. It it honestly it's just like Burnout Paradise. You there's billboards to hit where you get you know, like credits or CR, whatever the hell CR is. Credits. Um, CR stands for credits most of the time. <laughs> Probably what it is. Probably. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. I mean, like, I mean, you can see this crazy race where there's a dude 
like flying in a helicopter with a car underneath it. Now, are you racing against that helicopter? Uh, I told I talked about this last week. Yes, you are. Yeah, it's so weird. And it sort of drops it off right near the end of the race, and then you race it on the ground for a bit. It's just crazy. I mean, this game is just crazy. I mean, Forza used Uh, to be all about like you know professional track racing. No, Horizons isn't though. Okay, so Horizon is the is the more wacky version of it. It's the arcade. arcade. It's the arcade version of it. I got you. Which is totally fine by me. Although. It can be very frustrating. You know, there's the thing uh, about racing games. I, I like a racing game where I can find a car that really works for me and drive that car a lot. But a lot of these racing games that I play, it's like every race, you're in this car, you're in that car, you're in this kind of thing, and this one with the rear engine or whatever. And I'm just like, I want to I want to find a car I like and stick with it. I'm the same way with Call of Duty. Like Once I find a gun that works for me, I just want to use that gun. There is a little bit of that in this game because obviously some of the races are off road, some are on road. Yeah. So the, obviously there are different styles of car. Yeah. But you could have kind of a favorite car for each style of race, I guess. Okay. Mm, that's why I did. That's why. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that so rather than because obviously there are off road, on road, all that kind of stuff. Now I cut you off, Stu. You said it's hard. What makes it so difficult? Uh, no, frustrating. frustrating. It is slightly frustrating yes. because like today, uh, but. I do want to make kind of a bit of a proviso at the same okay. time because today I've been doing a race and I keep getting like third or fourth yeah, and then I get third again and I want to get obviously get first place. And every time I've not got first place is because of something stupid. Like I've just clipped the edge of a bit of scenery yeah. or another car has just sideswiped me from nowhere mm. which is very annoying well yeah and there does there, there is a bit of that rubber banding mm. effect going on in this game where you sort of you're ahead of everybody everybody and then suddenly everybody just appears next to you hmm. um so antonio, there's a little bit of that as well antonio you said you played this did you find that to be the case um yeah definitely in forza games rubber banding has always been an issue out of all four games the horizon games i think three is the best one i don't know why i just love the location a lot it looks amazing yeah what was it australia was it yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. meanwhile four is britain and it was done well but i don't know australia just has a more open world fun racing vibe to me more than britain Mm. yeah and it's exotic you know the sea looks amazing the va- I mean, like when you're doing like this sort of because you have to keep upgrading your festival, don't you? Your sort of Horizon mm-hmm. Festival thing. Yeah, the main game, makes... the game is like getting reputation to be the best looking race and make the coolest festival. Yeah, which makes sense because the location is just beautiful. You know, like the sea looks amazing. The festivals on the beach, mm-hmm. everybody's partying. Um, whereas, kind of in other games, it's kind of. Like the like the Britain setting. I know Britain's kind of a cool place to drive around, but it's not as cool as Australia, is it? Let's be honest. No. Yeah, you know, it's palm trees and blue skies, and Britain's all about rain and scenery and castles and shit. There's a lot of countryside from Brightly and Forza Horizon Four. I played that yeah. one a lot less than three now from memory, actually. And I picked this up, Antonio, for the bargain price of six pounds. Guess on. It, costs it is on game. Pro- it is on Game Pass, but no, no four is. Horizon Three isn't. Is it not? No, no it's not. No, and they're is taking it off the Windows Store, so that's why they've sort of reduced the price. It's been removed. Motherfuckers, well, double good steal for you then. Nice one. Yeah, so I was like, get it while it's on sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love it. I absolutely. I'm having a lot of fun with it because it isn't 
as serious. And it is weird seeing Chin Chinny driving around and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like with the driver tiles and what have you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I say, I, I was getting frustrated. But although I was getting frustrated, I was getting slightly better each time I tried the race. So that's oh, always a good yeah. thing when you're improving. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't. And then obviously the podcast started, so I had to stop. Yeah, <laughs> stupid podcast. Who would play yeah. a video game during a podcast? I know. No, well, I'm not doing, stop I'm doing, doing it during the stop. show. That would be horrible. Unprofessional. Yeah. So, um, but the one thing I was, I mean, this came out in, what was it 2016? I think yes, this originally yeah. came out. Uh, it still looks absolutely gorgeous. It does, yeah. I mean, the sky, the scenery, the weather, you know, when it rains, it just looks amazing. Uh, yeah. So I am, I am kind of just impressed on the visuals alone. Like I, when, when I did my Series X, I was like, I need to test it with something. I'm going to play a Forza game. <laughs> yeah, Forza games are great. I mean, Forza Series 7. X, sorry, 1X. Even I'm doing it now. Even I'm yeah, 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 it's close. Way it's to close. go. Um, yeah, so, uh, Forza 7 has just been put on Game Pass for PC, so the, the Forza mm-hmm. 7's on there now. I've downloaded so it. So I may download that. I may download it. It's a big it. download, though. Oh, I don't care. I've got a full terabyte hard drive, so it's fine. Oh, look at you. No, I know, but only right. This honestly, no word of a lie. I bought uh, a Seagate external hard drive for gaming, so one for like mm-hmm. the PS4 or the Xbox One or whatever, where you can just expand your storage, mm-hmm. and it works perfectly on PC as a to run games off. How are you finding the load times? Not not that bad. All right, cool. Honestly, like when sort of I fail the race in Forza and restart, it's like literally. 10 seconds, I guess, to restart the race. Not bad. It's it, it's negligible. I am quite amazed at how negligible it is, which also makes me think, like, when you do have a... Because I have an M.2 drive, mm-hmm. and it takes an absolute age for Flight Simulator to load up. It takes forever. Even though it's on the M.2 drive, it still takes ages. Uh, but I also think, like, I wonder how much these games really benefit from faster read and write speeds on hard drives. Because, honestly, this is just plugged in a USB 3.0 port, and I, d- I notice very little difference. You know, when I'm loading it, I've got, I've got Mafia's running off that again. Mafia loads up really quick. I don't know. I, I don't find... I think everybody who's going on about getting these faster drives, it's, it's a fallacy almost. Mm. I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I, I've seen quite a few comparisons of... Oh, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I do think with the, the new PS5 and Xbox Series X, the way that they're working, it will probably make a difference to load times. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, and I said this last week, when you come from a, you know, a ZX Spectrum generation... 10 seconds is nothing really is it actually oh, on top of you know it's 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 negligible i yeah, think text can get better and better and you know that's kind of yeah. what we want is the load times to decrease oh totally i don't look i don't I get what you like, mean definitely i get what you mean definitely. it's it's barely an issue mm-hmm. you know and for something and this four terabyte drive cost me 68 quid that's good for four terabytes and i'm like hmm like when you think how much in the, like a, a four terabyte SSD would cost you, for the sake of ten or fifteen seconds extra load time, it's it's not worth it. it really, isn't? Yeah. For gaming though, I mean, I have a big te- SSD, but that's because that's for work, not for gaming. Yeah. I have, I have compared that, yeah, and for current gen stuff, yeah, putting it on SSD versus hard drive isn't that big of a difference. No. But it does stack up over time. I will say, like the load times. I, yeah, I think totally. example was Doom. 
I remember Doom 2016 took forever to load on a normal hard drive. Put it on SSD to 20 seconds. Right. But it's normally we'll to do with the game itself, isn't it? More than yeah, yeah. It's how the optimized they are and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, this to be fair, in inside of this little enclosure is a is a Barracuda drive anyway, so it is a fast uh, hard disk drive. So it's a fairly fast, normal, standard drive. But it's fine, honestly. I'm I'm blown away that I can even just run games off it, let alone run them quite smoothly with no issues. Happy to. So yeah, Horizon Three, Forza Horizon Three. Uh, I don't know whether it's still on Windows stores, you know, available for seven quid or whatever it is. But uh, if it is, I'd just, just go and buy it because I'm blown away at how cool this game is for a game that's four years old. It's it's tremendous. really is a great game. You know, if you if you really like Burnout Paradise, then this, is, this really is, I feel like, a spiritual successor to that because it just feels very like that. You know, we all the stunt driving and... You know, doing big jumps and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, big jumps. Yeah, it's good. It's very, very good. All right. Yeah, well, moving right along. Antonio, what do you got? Uh, nothing else really substantial, so I'd say pass on me. Okay. Ah, well, I've got one more. Yeah. Um, I got a warning from um, Damage Incorporated. Uh-oh. For those who don't know, uh, Damage Incorporated is this gaming group that I play with, and they have these pretty stringent requirements. Is this for Uh, Rocket League? Well, it's for their organization in general, because they require you to be part of the group and to have a certain number of, um, what do you call it, hours uh, in the thing each week so you have to earn a certain amount of reputation you get 10 reputation for each hour of gameplay you participate in with the community so the point is that i um i got 137 reputation in the month of september which means that i attended 13 different events during the month and i did some other things that got me reputation you get them for visiting the forums or whatever whatever so I got 13 points short of my requirement and they were like, here's a warning. You've been, you know, you're, you're on notice. And I was like, that's pretty harsh. It man. is pretty harsh. They're they're They take themselves too seriously. And it's ridiculous, especially because I got like 500 reputation in the month of August when I was a new you know member. And it's just like, mm-hmm. they should, I mean, I have, you have to pay dues each week. So if you have to pay 30 dues each week for a month of four weeks, that's 120 rep. You would think they would just let that be the judge of whether people are in it or not. But then you could just amass a whole bunch of it and then just be AWOL for a long time. The point is, I think it's ridiculous. I told them, hey, you know, I I, I think I got close. Is there any way to appeal this? They were like, no. So the point is, I was like, okay, look, one of the problems is, no, there aren't as many Rocket League events in the evenings when I'm available, right? There's usually stuff at like 4 and 5 p.m., but I'm still getting done with school stuff, walking the dog, washing dishes, whatever. You know what What these people seem to forget, right? You've got real-life stuff to do. Exactly. Gaming, now, here's man. the Not thing. Gaming, here's gaming the, comes first. That, gaming well, comes no, no, no. Here's the point, shit. though. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> here's the point. If I want at any time, day or night, any day of the week, to find people to play with, they're there. They exist on this website on this discord. So it's really nice to have that available, right? 
Now, the reason that happens is because people participate in the community because they have to, and people organize events because they have to. It's nice to play with the veteran gamers crew, but our Discord is not that lively, right? No, we're not gonna, and you're not gonna get a warning. Right. So what I'm saying is, come to the play day because nobody turns up to that shit. We'd have no one on the forums anymore or the Discord. What I'm saying is, yes, it's ridiculous. Yes, it's over the top. Yes, it takes itself too seriously. But there's also a value to having these requirements because it means that there's a community that's active and online all the time. So the point is, they don't have a lot of uh, Rocket League events when I'm available. They they usually have one at 9 p.m. But that's when the Duchess and I watch a little TV and go to bed. So. The point is, I realize, oh, there's other games people are playing that I might be interested in. Like Valorant. A lot of people are playing Valorant. I've heard of this. I've not played it. Let's take a look, shall we? Antonio, have you played this? Uh, when I was on the Steel podcast, they kept telling me to play it, so I got a download yeah. of it. So it's definitely good, but I have not opened it It is it free. It is from Riot Games, who also made League of Legends. Uh, it, a lot of people describe it as Overwatch meets CSGO, which is a good way to describe it, because the standard gameplay in this is you 5v5, you, somebody has what's called a spike, and it's basically a bomb. You need to get to one of two areas on the map where you can plant the bomb, and then you plant it, and if it explodes, your team wins. Uh, usually what happens in each round is the other team gets one, one team gets eliminated. You just take everybody out and then that's it. Um, but it's, uh, it's kind of neat. I I mean, you know, the other thing that makes it different from CSGO is that you have, uh, and, and like CSGO, you buy stuff at the beginning of each round. So that's kind of interesting because then, you know, you have different guns, you have body armor, that sort of thing. Uh, but like Overwatch, you have abilities. So there's one guy who has a lot of fire things. He can make a firewall and send a fireball around the corner and stuff. Uh, another person has a bow and arrow that will illuminate where the enemy is. If it's in, you know, it's like a pulse that generates in that area. It'll highlight enemies in that zone. Um, it's good. I'm really having fun with it. It looks all right. It's not my thing. Well, mm. I'm yeah, having for a good sure time it's not it. your thing, Stu. I can tell you that yeah. from not even playing it's it. It's definitely not my thing. <laughs> yeah, it's an online shooter. It's not Stuart's thing. Oh, yeah, it's definitely not mine. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, but it's, you know, uh, the, 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 the gunfire happens very quickly. So whereas, you know, Call of Duty, you can shoot, maybe duck back, you know, you, you, you heal up or whatever. In this game, usually you encounter someone, one of you is going to die. Um, and that tends to happen a lot in Call of Duty too, but you know, the thing is that people tend to know the maps pretty well and you can see on the screen, people are throwing these cloud balls, which hides them. So you can throw a cloud ball, hide in it, and then maybe peek out or, you know, like, um, get someone when they emerge from the cloud ball or whatever it is. It's a fast moving game. Once you're dead, you have to wait for the round to end, but generally. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, so there's no respawn. So it's a little bit like Gears of War in that respect. Yeah. Um, or Counter Strike Global Offensive, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's you know you run faster when you have your knife out. It's a lot of walking so that you don't make noise when you're moving. Um, you know, people tend to learn the maps very quickly. And this is the other thing with the the crew I'm playing with. They play it so much that the game itself becomes kind of dull to them, which of course is very odd. Because when I join the group to, you know, when I join an event that they're having, I'm trying to play the, and I, I joined the first event without having ever played it ever. And it was really cool. It was laid back. It was later at night. So there were, I think it was 3v3. And, you know, it was just kind of fun goofing around. And it didn't really matter that I wasn't playing very well because we had someone on the other team who had just started playing too. So, you know, two noobs, make sure we're on different teams. It was fine. But then I joined another event where, like, 
I guess it was 10 people because we were 5v5. And like, they were so into it. And, you know, they would say things like, all right, I'm going to showers because every part of the map has its own little name. So he'd be like, I'm going to showers. He's like, no, you're not. I bet you're going to the barn. And he's like, no, I'm going to showers. Ah, oh, I knew you were going to be at the barn. I'm like, what are y'all even talking about? And then they're like, you ganked, <laughs> you ganked the double flower on the feather. And I'm like, yes, that thing. I had that when I played Counter-Strike with a bunch of my friends who are pro. I was yeah. like, what does that mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? Yeah. I was thrown right in the deep end. And then they were like, um, oh, Jade is throwing her bloom rock shoot it and i'm like what are you what am i supposed to shoot what are you even talking about so there's a lot of lingo you're supposed to pick up and it's it's frustrating when you don't know it but then it's also like should we do mutators should we do you know a wacky mode a spike rush i'm like i don't know anything about how this game works i thought i was going to be playing the main game but who are you playing with is this with damaging people yeah 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 but I, you well, know, I I'd be say, up for playing you, it with, you know, if you, you want do it on a veteran game Kindred to play with, uh, the Steel Podcast has that own little Discord just for oh, okay. Valorant if you want me to invite you to it. Yeah, why not? All right, so what are you talking it. about? He needs to get his credits up at his Discord thing, doesn't he? <laughs> that's what, that's why things. I downloaded Valorant. <laughs> but but you but those are hour increments and it's not always available. So yeah, it's good to have as many people as possible. I'm just trying to help. Yeah, thanks for helping, uh, okay, Antonio. I appreciate okay. it. Anyway, it's free, so you know, there's no reason for anybody not to try it if you're curious. It's it is it's fun. It's well made. The gunplay there is, is nice. Because it looks shit to me. Why don't you be There's more negative, reason. Stu? Could you please be more hateful? <laughs> There's a reason about... for me not to try it. I'm just saying. Well, okay. Then you don't have to try it. You can cling to I'm your not going to. flight simulator and talk about whatever. Anyway, the point is exactly. I'm, I'm having fun with it. And uh, yeah, if anybody's playing Valorant out there, holler at your boy. And maybe we can do a veteran gamers play date with this at some point in the future. Not Sunday, because I'm going to be exhausted from moving. But Not for me. Stu won't be there, don't worry. Because this game, I, won't be I, I don't there, know if you can tell, but Stu, terrible. Stu is not into this kind of game, because it requires skill with online participants. Ugh, whatever. Whatever. It requires talking, man. Anyway, yeah, that's it. I'm shit. done talking about my games. You got anything else, Stu? Oh, I'm still, I've got two more to Go talk ahead. about. I'm two, two more. Me. What do you got? Uh... Yeah, I'm going to talk about Death Stranding. Okay. Because because this game is developing. Is it? Uh, I'm confused because okay. when I heard about this game, I'm like, oh, this game's just walking, delivering parcels and Isn't stuff. It? Yes and no. Oh, okay. There is that, but they keep... I'll be. Do you know what? There's more to it than I actually expected. Oh, this game looks awful. Ugh. There is just so much more. Going I don't think on I'd like this game. That. I think I would hate this game. What do you mean? I know you would hate this game, Duke. But that's okay because I'm glad you're liking it. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, there's these there's other stuff because I thought it's non-combative. It's sort of avoiding these BTs or whatever the hell they're called and okay. stuff and strands and all this shit. Uh, but there are enemies and stuff, and you've got to you've got to take them out. And there is actually combat, which so I didn't realize. What, is it gunfire or is it uh, melee? No, combat? it's Punching? more stealthy. Swords? You've got like a bit of a garrot thing that you can use. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's it's basically there's these enemies called mules, uh-huh. and their whole purpose in the game is to steal your luggage that you carry. You know, whatever stuff you're delivering, they want to steal it. Okay. Which, which kind of makes sense, I guess, if you're in this post-apocalyptic world and you're carrying valuable, you know, co- like valuable commodities on your back. Well, yeah. 
there's going to be people out there who want to nick that shit off you when you're trying to deliver it. Peter Man, don't uh, come here no more. Exactly. Uh, but it's good. I'm, you know, the story structure is pretty cool and they keep on adding new stuff for you to do. Uh, yeah, so basically every time you add a new place to like the chimeral network or whatever the hell it's called, which is like the future internet, uh-huh. whatever, uh, then you can pick up new missions to do there. So like a delivery mission, like they needed this chimeral printer. Okay. So that they could actually print new supplies and stuff for you. Mm-hmm. So you had to go into the mule's territory to steal it from them to bring back, which is the end of this mission here, what he's doing currently at the moment, I actually. I see. Um, so the, the mules see you. They're, they're pretty vicious, actually. They're on you in a second. They like run at you and sort of attack you. But then there is like a lot of stealth, so you can creep around, hide behind rocks, and then take them out and stuff. Uh, yeah, very Kojima, you know, as far as stealth goes. But I'm kind of enjoying well, it. There are rocks, weird... thousands and thousands of rocks. There's a, there's a lot of rocks. It's like being in Scotland all the time. <laughs> um, it's, I don't know, it's kind of really addictive, even though it really shouldn't be. I don't know. It's such a weird game. And the physics are so kind of accurate, but funny at the same time. Because if you if you don't pack your stuff properly, yeah. uh, you can hold your straps to balance yourself. So you both pull both triggers in at the same time and he holds onto his straps so he can balance better. Mm-hmm. But if you've got it, if you've got your load uneven and you just stand still, he'll just fall over backwards because obviously mm. the weight on his back is too heavy to keep him balanced. Yeah. It is such a... And it's funny, though, because it's so natural looking, you know, when he falls over sideways or, you know, you can see him starting to go sideways and he starts stumbling because he's obviously losing his balance. Yeah. Um, the mocap is very cool, I must admit. They've done... Considering this game got announced and then released not that long afterwards... They, they've done a lot of... It's very polished. You know, I assume there's been updates since it initially came out. Uh, but And it looks incredible. I mean, this game does look incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said last week, and I only found this out recently, they used the Horizon Zero Dawn engine to, to make this, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which I wasn't aware of. But you can tell because it is so polished. It just looks... There, there, can you see him falling sideways? It's so funny when he does that. Um... But yeah, I'm I'm actually quite enjoying it in a really weird way. I'm getting quite attached to my BB, which is a bit strange. Sorry, what's your BB? Which is like your, ba- your baby in a bottle. Okay. Uh, so basically, it's called a baby bridge. You really shouldn't have brought it up. I guess not. It's a, it's a what? Sorry. <laughs> you really shouldn't have brought it up. A what? A baby? Oh, for God. <laughs> yeah, baby in a bottle. That's what I like to call him. Although it's not. It stands for baby bridge. You're really selling uh, him. You're really selling him. I know. Uh, well, it's kind of funny, right? This just shows you how ridiculous Hideo Kojima is. Uh, because you have this thing called the BB in the game, which is this baby bridge. So when you're when there's BTs, which are like the sort of souls of the dead or whatever, that haven't crossed over or something, and they attack you, uh, BBs like, make it able for you to see where they are. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's so you can see where they are when you're not, and, and then you have to hold your breath, and then they, they can't, you can't see them, and they can't see you. Yeah, but they move around at the same time, so you unhold your breath, and there's like one right next to you then. Um, and it can be quite creepy, but here's the thing in the in the game lore, 
they don't know what BBs are. They're like this experimental thing. So it's kind of like Hideo Kojima didn't know really how to explain them. So in the game, to save him explaining them, they don't know what they are in the game, apart from a baby. And here's the thing, right? If they get injured by the BTs, you know, when you're when you getting attacked and stuff, mm-hmm. you can kind of regenerate them. And it's just, just the weirdest thing, right? It's pretty weird. So basically, the, the original mother of the baby is still alive, but... Rather than being a stillborn baby, they're a still birthing woman. I don't even know what he calls me. He has this really weird name. It's like a stillbirth, but not a stillbirth. Uh, so they're kind of dead, but alive at the same time. They kind of keep them alive on this life support. So they've got this continual link with the BB, so it still thinks it's inside the womb. It's just, mm-hmm. honestly, it's just the craziest, weirdest shit all the time. I think Antonio was right. And then to <laughs> to regenerate, I know this this is just the most interesting thing ever. Well, uh, to regenerate the BB, you have to make it think it's sort of linked to its mother, so that it can sort of ch- almost charge back up again like a battery. Yeah, how about it's, that? Honestly, it's just totally crazy. Yes, I just can't wait for you to beat it because I know the plot. And I just want to hear your take on it when you eventually beat the have game. You fa- have you finished. played this? Have you played I this I watched at all? a friend play it. Uh, and I mean, I watched him play it in, in its entirety. Did and, you? Uh, wow. It was so fun to watch and just dissect because, oh, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> it is funny, but it's completely balls out crazy. I mean, it's cra- it is balls out crazy. Yeah, definitely. It's honestly, I really, I honestly think this that so he came to Sony and he went, look, I'll make an exclusive game for your console, and they just went, "Here's a blank check. Do whatever, pretty much do whatever you want. It'll be fine." And then he came back to him with this, and they were just like, "Oh well, I guess it is what it is." (laughs) 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 Shit, we shouldn't have given him that blank check because what is this? But like I say, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's kind of fun, but just completely weird. And crazy, which I guess, if I'm being totally honest, is my kind of game. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Death Stranding, I'm still enjoying it. And it's quite cool as well because most of the missions don't take that long to play. So, like, getting from the, to your next sort of mission point, it doesn't take very long. So, you can kind of play in little chunks. So, every now and again, I'll just stick it on and play a little bit more, you know, play another little mission. Uh, and the only other thing I've been playing is is a little bit more of Star Wars Squadrons. Um, it's good. It, again, there's been some good games out lately, I must admit. It has been a good month for games. Uh, but Star Wars Squadrons is pretty bloody good. If you're into Star Wars and you like dogfighting in space, with or without VR, this game is very good fun. Are you, you playing know, it in VR? If you don't play it in VR, you're dead to me. I have been played in VR, yeah. I played it in both. Okay. I played it in both just to see the differences, really. Uh, but VR is is where it's at, you know, sat in the cockpit of either of the, you know, the main fighters, the X Wing or the Tie Fighters. Yeah, uh, it's super, super. See, super. I want to know somebody who's played Galaxy Rebel Galaxy Outlaw and this, and compare the two because Rebel Galaxy Outlaw is my gold standard of space combat games, and I'm sure this is great, but 
Is it as great as Rebel Galaxy Outlaw? I think you would like this, Duke. And, okay. and also, there's quite a... Weirdly, there's quite a decent story. Well, that's not weird. A lot of Star Wars games have... Well, it story. kind of is. You know, let's be honest. Most of the time when you have a game like this where it's just like dogfighting in space, the story is kind of just a bit superfluous yeah, just to enough. string everything together. You yeah. know what I mean? But no, I like it. The story's pretty good. It's, it's a pretty it. good story. Uh, and I did recently see this week, which was very cool to see. Uh, somebody barrel rolled into a Star Destroyer's oh, bridge. Yeah. And, it di- and it did destroy the Star Destroyer. Dude, and take I'm that like, Star Destroyer. That's pretty bloody cool. That someone who was developing the game went, or programming it went, if somebody does this, this should happen. Yeah, and I do like yeah. that. When somebody's thought of that, and thought, yeah, if somebody decides to crash head first into the bridge of the ship, then it'll get destroyed. Um, and yeah, and they got the little sort of cut, you know, cutscene animation of the Star Destroyer breaking up. So yeah, it's cool. It's bloody cool. I think you'd like this, Duke. I really do. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'll, it's, I'll get it. Again. I'll get it when it's twenty dollars. But you can get it. You ah, wow, whoa, 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 Duke. whoa, whoa. What the whoa? Fuck whoa. On Game Pass. You know, because you have Epic Game Store, of course, and I'm yeah. presuming is it free on the there? Free you got the free rock. No, no, it's not free. Oh, uh, but you did get the free Rocket League. I'm assuming. Well, no, I already had Rocket League. No, no, but did you did you buy it anyway? Off why Epic? would I? Yeah, you get, why would I do that? Because you get a ten dollar off voucher. I'm doing okay. I don't need to scam no. Epic for ten dollars well, off. Just can you just listen to what I'm saying, right? <laughs> You're saying you would buy, and I know it's not quite twenty dollars, but you said right, you buy it at twenty dollars. But with your ten dollar off voucher, it would be twenty four dollars. So it's close enough, in my opinion. Well, I'll, uh, how about this? I'll buy it when it when it retails for twenty dollars at a oh, on for a sale. fuck's sake, man! God, you're so pedantic. To be fair, by the time that happens, uh, EA players come into Game Pass Ultimate, and it's, uh, right, exactly. Be on, it's not that I'm pedantic. I, you're right. I am being so. pedantic here, but my real point is this: I have a hundred games I want to play right now. Yes, this looks fun, but I want to play some of those other games right now, and then yeah, maybe later I'll play. I've only got one thing to say to you regarding that Rocket What's League. That? That's the only hey, thing I want to say. I'm not going to deny that you I play a lot of Rocket League, but I'm also not going to apologize for playing well, a lot of Rocket League. Rocket League for thousands of hours. Why does it matter to you? Because you can spare some time for some other than Rocket League. I do spare some time. I just talked about Valorant well, and Avedon, didn't I? You did, I guess. Okay, I'm glad that I didn't upset you too much with the games that I've been playing. No, but you could, you could, look, you, you would enjoy this, Stuart, but you refuse to play it Stuart, because you don't to, buy it until it's twenty dollars, which is whenever the hell that'll be. Yeah, he is moving house right now. I think that's not the point. I've that isn't the point either because I've been doing this, this for years. But here is another point that I will make. I had a conference this past week. It was parent teacher conferences. Uh, parent-teacher interviews, I guess y'all call them. Um, But the family didn't speak English, so we needed a translator. What I should be doing instead of playing 700 million hours of Rocket League every week is devoting an hour a day to learning Spanish. That's what I should be doing this time. The idea that I should cut down on my Rocket League in order to play more other games, I'm sorry, that doesn't have any purchase with me. The fact that I should cut down my Rocket League in order to learn Spanish, that makes sense. I'm not going to do it either, but I should. (laughs) <laughs> do you know what I'll do, right? If I <laughs> I would totally agree with your argument here about obviously not playing another game other than Rocket League because you like Rocket League, whatever. If I was telling you to play Deadly Premonition. Well, right? well like I said, I I'm not opposed to this. 
if I was telling you to play some of that, I knew you wouldn't like, you know, or give it a try of something that you would hate. To be fair, you say that about a lot of games too. I genuinely you try think it. you really. Like you, I think you're like I know, and I pr- you're you're like probably. Space I'm not disagreeing with you. Why are we arguing space. if I'm not disagreeing with you? Uh, the games are fun. Yeah, yeah games video are fun, games dude. are fun. I agree. Thank you. No, I'm trying What's to start next? This argument. Play are, games. Are we are, are we fun. talking? Is it? Yeah, play time? games, dude. Play is, this game and have fun. I'm not is helping it, you in this situation. Is it Shut up, Antonio. Is it time for email? No, no, no. What? I'm the host of this show. I'll tell you what's what. <laughs> All right, what's what? Uh, some news. We've got some news, man. Oh, what's the matter snap. <laughs> Putting news first. If there was any debate about who is the leader now, fucking hell. I know, yeah. <laughs> I fucking put my foot down with a firm hand. Um, <laughs> anyway, yes, there is some news this week, Duke, which you'll okay. be very interested in. Yeah, I'll be because the judge. Know he... No, he won't, definitely. <laughs> okay. Are they remaking uh, Mist again? Uh, I was kind of interested, and I don't know whether you've seen this, Duke. I'm assuming you probably won't have, but Antonio probably will have. Uh, but they did a, a PS5 teardown, so he basically took it to bits. I only uh, saw and I didn't see the, the entire thing. It was quite interesting, to be honest, because this was done by Sony themselves, so it's not like, you know, usually it's some other YouTuber, isn't it, who pulls one of these things to bits to have a look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was actually just somebody like a Sony designer, one of the designers of the PS5. And I'll tell you one thing. This thing is not difficult to take apart. This guy had it taken apart in less than 10 minutes. He, you know, they, they haven't... It's almost like they went, eh, if you want to take it to bits, it's no biggie. It'll void your warranty, but it's very simple. It's only like four screws and you're in there. Um, but yeah, very interesting. There's quite a few interesting things with the PS5 that we found out when they were doing this. Um, yeah, the whole of the back end is one massive exhaust fan. So mm. they, they, they've really thought about how this thing's going to cool. Uh, when you take the sides off, it's got one fan in the middle but it's the full depth of the console. So this fan is huge. It's something like, I think it's like 45 millimeters deep. So it's this massive exhaust fan that they've got in the middle of it. Uh, they've also incorporated uh, dust catchers. <laughs> I know. I mean, this, this is cool. This is cool, but like... They have I'm thought of everything. I know, I'm rolling his eyes, like, <laughs> yeah. without even seeing it. Um, but yeah, they've put these little exhaust catchers, like dust catching that you can vacuum out to, to sort of, he says he won't catch all the dust but it does obviously make a difference so it doesn't sound like a fucking rocket taking off. To be fair that um, is useful in my opinion. Yeah it is, it is useful they've also incorporated inside underneath the casing an M.2 drive slot for you oh, so cool. you can, so if, to expand the they've obviously the the proper SSD they've got, it's like on five different chips or somewhere. It's a weird looking thing, this super fast SSD that they've got inside. Uh, but they've, they've incorporated a slot underneath the casing just to put your own M.2 drive in to expand the storage. Um, so that's kind of cool. And they're using liquid metal for, as a cool. Oh, it's the T1000. It is liquid metal, uh, which, which apparently is very effective, but if it leaks, <laughs> your console is pretty much screwed yes um so, so yeah take it apart then yeah don't take don't mess with shit uh but the heat sink is enormous the the heat sink they've got for the cooling the cpu gpu is just flipping massive inside mm. of this thing so it does kind of make sense why it's such a big console you know they really have 
got to keep this thing cool because of what's going on inside. But I was, I must admit, I was very, very impressed. Like with the uh, Blu-ray drive, for instance, they put loads and loads of uh, soundproofing around it. So that, oh, cool. like, so it'll be super quiet. So when the disc drive, you'll you'll not be able to hear it at all. You know, they've they've put a lot of thought. I mean, this thing is ugly as all hell. Let's be honest. You know, I don't think I'd like one of these in my living room because it's enormous. Not apart from the fact it's enormous, it's also a bit ugly. I think it looks well, yeah. weird. Um, but I, but a lot of that design has really been done around keeping it cool because. These, let's be honest, these things have got to a point now where they're literally a PC, aren't they? That's, that's what this thing is. It's a, a high-end PC running on... Especially the, the Xboxes. Especially the Xboxes. Yeah, the they Xboxes. Like the weird Windows thing. Yeah, what was kind of funny this week as well, when they... Do you remember a long time ago when, obviously, the original Xbox One came out and they had all this weird DRM for game sharing and all that crap going on? Oh, yes. yes I that do, it yeah. tied the disc to your console, so if you tried to lend that disc to someone else, it wouldn't let it play. Mm-hmm. Um, and you remember Sony did the, the cheeky piss take where he said, this is how we show games on the PS4, and he just gave a disc to someone else. Mm-hmm. And anyway, here you go. Um, well, Xbox tried to emulate that because to... Change this from horizontal to vertical and vice versa. <laughs> yeah. That's you've, nice, got, yeah. you've got to unscrew one screw. So you literally unscrew one screw from the bottom. And they've even put a handy little screw holder on the bottom of the stand, which is just so it's like you twist the stand round and it covers it, right? So it wasn't, doesn't fall out. And inside of it is a light, tiny little plug. So when you take the screw out, you put the little plug in the screw hole to cover it up. You know, if you have the other, the thought of it, I mean, it's just stupid, the analness that they've thought of. Um, but then to, to have it on in a horizontal position, you just clip it on the edge, which I thought was kind of cool. It's, you know, it's quite a simple solution. But Xbox in the UK, so it was a UK Twitter account when, oh, this is how we put an Xbox on its side and just tipped it over because it's a box, right? And then promptly took it down because he got loads of grief for doing it. <laughs> so that didn't last a long time, but I don't know. I was I was kind of impressed with the teardown and the fact that it was so simple to take apart. Not that anyone would ever want to do that, but it's it's kind of cool. I'm sure people will now. They'll be like, ah, that's easy. I'm just gonna take mine apart and have a look what's inside. Mate, screw PS5 game speed runs. I want speed runs of how fast you can take apart the PS5 and put it back together perfectly. Yeah, how fast can you do that? Because I, I I reckon you could probably do it in about eight minutes if you were really super efficient at it. <laughs> well, there you go then. Game's done quick. Let's do it. Game's done quick. So there you go. I thought that. I mean, there isn't a lot of other news this week, but I thought that was just kind of a, an interesting thing to see. Uh, and the, yeah, they're just going, yeah, news, what yes. it is. Interesting. Um, and it's cool. It is cool. I must admit, these things are very technical these days, aren't they? What well. hundred dollar computer systems? Yes, I think they've always <laughs> been very technical. Here you go. Not a many. Are you talking right. about? Uh, All right, any other Adam news? Now as well. I'm still not interested in getting one, by the way, at the moment. <laughs> so, you know. Agreed. It, it looks kind of cool, but I'm really not. It's, it's too soon. Yeah, it's I too did have soon. a Shop 2.net pre-order for a Series X, but they cancelled it. Oh, well, Jeez. that's happened with a lot of them, hasn't it? Yeah. The yeah, Amazon's yeah. doing the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. In the end of the world. I don't care. It's not the end I'd... of the world. I'll just get it. A month after, a week after, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll get it eventually. I don't know whether it'll be a month or a week after because these things are bloody sold we'll out. That's stupid, isn't it? How quickly these things are selling out? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. 
know. I'm hopeful, but I don't mind too much. I'll get it eventually. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, again, it's like anything. If you want it, it, you know, you'll just have to wait a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. Just have to wait. Um, right. Let's do some emails. Are you sure you want to do emails now? I do. <laughs> no, I'll just That ruled. Okay, we've got our first email is from uh, Mint Safe. Okay, Big up Mint. Big up Mint. Uh, and he says, "You guys are awesome." Apart from Antonio, because I don't yeah. really know who he is. Oh fuck off, Mint! How dare you? I just said big up. I know. So how did he know you were going to be on? How did he know? Unbelievable. Uh, he says, "Sup, veterans." Not Antonio, though. Rude. Yeah, really. I hope you are well and good. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. I thought I'd just send an email in as I haven't for quite a while. Anyway, with the impending next-gen consoles on the horizon... Oh, just been talking about that. If you've managed to get a pre-order, that is... Nope. <laughs> no, uh, I Nope. Do you guys find it strange that there isn't anything new or exclusive coming to the new consoles on launch? Uh, I don't know, actually. Do you know much about this, Antonio? I'm not entirely no. sure what's going to be available at launch. That is, is a good question, because a lot of the PS5 games at launch will be on PS4 as well, like the Miles Morales Spider-Man, for example, and the Sackboy game. So, yeah. Uh, the only thing that's exclusive for the PS5 on top of the head is that Astro Bot game. That's because it's prepackaged in it. For the Xbox One, oh, sorry, Series X, uh, I don't think there's any yet that's confirmed. No. That's the thing. We're so close to the release date, we still don't know... Like, what games are coming? It's kind of dumb. Yeah, it is a bit weird, isn't it? Like, I know, like, I remember about a month ago, I was looking at the confirmed, definitely confirmed games for the release of the Series X, and there was Yakuza 7 and Fortnite. Right. Wow. So, Fortnite? That's Ooh, the, that's the ones with that. concrete dates. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. yeah. It's going to be it's a weird really... launch, man. It's going to be such a weird launch. I think it is, but I... Well, they've sold out all the pre-orders, so regardless of the fact that there's nothing coming for them, people are still buying them. Well, let's let's keep an eye on Reddit. Give it give it like a week after the games, uh, the consoles come out. And like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't I don't know yeah, if it's ever really a good idea to keep an eye on Reddit. I mean, yeah, that is it true. Hurt your eyes. Uh, also, the games that are coming are also available on previous generation. This is what we just said, I guess, which mm-hmm. is totally true. Uh, now, is this purely due to the pandemic? Nope. Nothing to do with that one at all. So. at all. No, nothing to do with that. Uh, I think that the problem is this is where you have an issue for probably about that. I would have said the first 12 to 18 months after a new console launch, they have such a massive install base on the previous generation still. They, they almost can't not release those games on both mm-hmm. because they're almost shooting themselves in the foot where profit's concerned. If well, they go... Yeah. Oh, it's only coming to the PS5, but we've only got 6 million people with one of those, but we've got, I don't know, 100 million people with a PS4, but we're not going to bother selling it to them. Do you understand what I mean? It's kind of, they've kind of got to bring them until well, they've sure. got a, a big enough install base on the newer consoles. If you have a disadvantage for your, yeah, like a certain game that's not available, of course you're going to lose market share. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've got they've got to kind of bide the time until the, the install base is big enough to make a profit on 
a fully exclusive game to PS5 or a fully exclusive game to Well, and the irony X. there is you need an exclusive in order to build your buy base cuz you know why yeah. do people buy one over the other? Yeah, they'll be they'll, they'll come like a pivot point. There'll be a, a an amount of of sort of install that they'll be happy to do that with. Mm. You know, and then mm. obviously once that launches whatever game that may be that looks amazing and and you can only play it on the PS5 or the Series X will then sell consoles you know where, where they coin the phrase a console seller yes so that's where they'll then compound the amount of consoles that are out there yeah so yeah i don't know i don't think we're going to see anything exclusive fully what you term as fully exclusive for at least 12 to 18 months mm. like i was i'm really excited for the medium on series x which is the yeah, um horror good. game but then i looked at the epic store and it's on there i went oh huh yeah oh, okay then <laughs> yeah yeah and I still and I still stand by this, and I don't want to sound like a fanboy. Okay. But I I still think the best combination to have at this point in time is a decent gaming PC and the PS5, PS4 stroke. Okay. Because I think because all the all the Xbox exclusives are going to come to PC anyway, and mm. then you get the the obviously added benefit of all the cheap Steam games and all the other stuff you can play on PC that you can't necessarily play on a console. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, say you're not wrong, to be honest. No, and then you get obviously all the cool Sony exclusives on Sony. So yeah. because a lot of them don't come to PC, so you're always struggling. Where with Xbox, they always seem to come to PC eventually, anyway. Yeah, well, that's what Xbox wanted, didn't it? They want the Xbox to be a brand, not a console, and the series. Yeah, X yeah, they're not bothered what you play. No. Which, which brings me back to my point of the other week, where Chini bet me, okay. he bet me, um, and I can't remember what game it was now. What was it? What game was it? Do remind me. I don't remember that shit. There was there was a game. Um, God, I'm so. Oh, when they bought Bethesda, he said that Bethesda games wouldn't come to Sony. Uh, mm-hmm. But apparently, they've come out since then and said that's not going to be the case because that they're, they're just they're, they're not bothered what people play games on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So suck I it, Chinny. Getting a yeah. So I might be getting my just eat sooner than I thought. <laughs> Um, yeah, because they're not bothered, man. It's all about profit. It's about business. They're not bothered what they're playing. Very on. proud of you. About That's money. very nice. They just want the cash. They're, you know, and the title. Cash is king. Yeah. Um, he continues. I find it hard to believe that Sony and Microsoft haven't been working exclusive games since they decided the next gen consoles are due. Surprise! There isn't like a new Killzone or Gears of War game on release. Seems madness. Anyway, keep up the good work. Do you know what? Both Killzone and Gears of War have had the day, in my opinion. I, I don't see things. either of those as a as an IP that sells consoles anymore. Not anymore. I mean, they've been using oh. Gears Five to demo the Series X with 120 FPS gameplay and shit. But yeah, Killzone, dear God, we heard yeah. last time we heard that was a PS4's launch, and it was terrible. It actually I wasn't that. It wasn't that bad. I played it. It was actually quite good, but <laughs> it was it terrible. Was, actually, it was not. No, <laughs> no, it was a terrible for a launch game. But I paid yeah, like okay. I paid like two quid for it because I'm it sensing was a like, pattern it, here. Two quid, ten quid, five <laughs> two quid. quid. And yeah. it, do you know what? That was a decent amount of money to pay for that game. It were fine for two quid. <laughs> yes. Well, most games. Uh, apparently, are, the Demon Souls remake is a PS5 launch exclusive. Yeah, but that's coming to PS4 as well, isn't it? Uh, I definitely it's going to PS4 as well. Oh, there you go. That we could be wrong. I'm very curious because I'm pretty darn sure it's coming to PC as well. It's probably on PC, but it's a timed exclusive. If I remember correctly. Gaming is weird, man. 
Give me a switch. Well, they've got to have something, I guess, to say that's like launch exclusive and it didn't come into anything else. Yeah, that's uh, fair enough. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, anyway, keep up the good work. Cheers, Mint Save. Thanks, Thank Mint Save. Thanks for that. Thanks for writing. Uh, next email this evening is off Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan. And yep. he says this CDs, games, and other physical things. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, all. Good evening. Uh, regular listener to the show, emailing on the back of your show from two weeks ago uh, with a shout out to Derek Sines. Derek Sines. Sines. Who wrote in about his tendency to still buy CDs. I can confirm I'm massively uh, with my tent is rooted in his camp. Uh, Much to my partner's annoyance, I have well over 1,200 CDs in my collection and counting. I have to say it's definitely a passion of mine that is above gaming. Wow. Let me tell you Why don't you send something into the veteran collector of CDs podcast instead of wasting our time with it? Uh, I originally started collecting music as a teenager with my first proper album being a band called TV on the radio. Yeah. Who inadvertently I got into as they featured the Project Gotham Racing 4 on the Xbox 360 back hey, in the day. Hey, I first found out about tele- telepop music from their Mitsubishi commercial. So we all find our funny? music in weird ways. Isn't it funny that we're now describing the Xbox 360 as back in the day? Well, of course it is. <laughs> is that like it's like... Well, it is almost decades ago, I guess. Yes. Uh, uh, from where, from there, I went on to dabble with alternative rock. Had a massive fascination with Radiohead and Pink Floyd, amongst other things. Pink Very Floyd, good. like both of them. Yeah. Uh, I then got into trip hop. Yeah. Oh, see, I like a bit of trip hop. Okay. I was a big fan of Tricky, uh, of Maxine Quay. Fame. Sure, you wanna um, be with me? I'm nothing to give. And Massive Attack. Which great. I was looking back at you to see you looking back at me to see me looking back at looking you. Looking back at you. <laughs> but if you'd uh, heard what's <laughs> mine, I sure is heavy telly. I sure is heavy telly. Anyway, uh, <laughs> before being enamored with DJ Shadow. Oh, yeah. One, two, three, right four, five yeah. breakdowns. Come on. <laughs> What's your soul look like? Uh, and the side project he originally started, Uncle. I didn't realize Uncle was. Yeah, DJ Uncle's Shadow. got its moments. It just it wasn't it wasn't as unified as introducing. And Shadow's yeah, never been right. as good since introducing the song he did with no, RTJ is lit. No, but hasn't. you know he's he's hit and miss. Yes. Uh, a game was later in the Xbox 360 game Fuel. Mm, interesting. Uh, this moved me into electronic music, particularly boards of chat uh, boards of Canada. You know what? I was never into boards. I can't. I've tried several times to get into boards. I just can't do it. I had a student uh, who was a- nuts about them. Aphex Twin. Oh yeah. Welcome to Duke sings the classics from the nineties. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Warp and Ninja Tune labels. Yeah, there's some good stuff on Warp. Polygon no, Windows, you know he needs, Apex Twin. He needs Warp. to go on my stream and listen to some DJ No Clue. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> there <laughs> is good music on DJ yeah, No Clue. He wants some mixing. But Ninja Tune, uh, uh, you know, music. Ninja Tune had some good stuff. They had a, There's a really good, if you like CDs, you should check out the uh, Cold Crush Cuts. It's a mixed disc. Uh, one side was done by DJ Crush, and one side was done by Cold Cut, and it's all good music, and it's really well mixed. So check that out. You're welcome. 
It's on Ninja Tune. Uh, when I went to university six years ago, I met new folks who got me into hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah, now I can speak. <laughs> wow, this guy's had loads of tasty music, hasn't he? Uh, I'd originally passed on this as I didn't like rap, uh, but I really right took rap. to Jurassic 5 with their album Quality Control. There you go. Right. I'm on uh, the from, radio. From there, my interest only furthered burned through a Tribe Called Quest, Della Soul, yeah. and... Oh, other native tongue groups that's right uh, went on to jay dilla mm, madil right. madlib madlib oh, oh madlib yeah he's a producer madlib and through to boom bap oh, uh, yeah. krs1 and go. other underground mcs immersed in hip-hop i then broke into liking jazz okay hell yeah bro hell why not hip-hop Wait, i need a drink of you mate yeah diverse really. as heck and i went down the rabbit hole from there as well Wow, this guy has gone through a lot of music. That's yes, but that's good. I like that. Uh, my main reason for collecting CDs is several reasons. However, I am a big fan of the physical product and feel it's less throwaway than streaming services. Yeah. I think as we move further into digital distribution, the ability for us to hold our attention uh, to something erodes quickly and we appreciate it less. I'm not saying everything I've ever listened to was something I liked, but I felt more invested in the experience. I mean, we talked about this last week, didn't we, when Derek was saying about that, when you got... Because you had to save up for an album, you know. Yeah. You, even if you didn't quite like it, you, you listened to it a few times and then got to like it because you'd paid money well, for sure, that, there's know, an investment know. there. It's so much easier to just delete stuff off of a playlist. Yeah, I have a I'll, student... I'll just listen to five seconds ago. Nah. Yeah, I have a student who uh, is collecting CDs, and I had the case that I had here, and then I gave it to him, and it was like, yeah, it's got to get home. And now he's sending pictures of it filled with CDs. That's true. Uh, throughout my time collecting... I can also look back at some of the things I've listened to back as a teen and shake my head knowing I wouldn't necessarily listen to this now. Do you know what? I don't, you know, and I've, I would actually say this, right? And I'm going to be totally out there now. Don't, don't be embarrassed about liking something that you think other people would think was crass or crap. Yeah, really? Who cares? Like what you like. No one cares, right? If you, if you like the Spice Girls, look, listen to the Spice Girls. Samuel Johnson back in like 1500 said, if any man would consider how little of his uh, mind is occupied with thinking of others, you'd realize how little they think of you. So don't worry yeah, about I, what other people. I, are I, really, you. I really don't care what people think of my music taste because I, I listen to also. I play, you know, quite often I'll do a mix of just modern dance music, you know, that people just go, oh, that's so shit. You know, what are you doing there? That's no good. It's just terrible. Um but I quite like some chart dance music. You know what I mean? I, d- I don't think it matters. If you if you like something, you like something. I don't think you should really care what other people think. It's not about being credible or, you know, it's just what you like listening to. You know, yes. don't be embarrassed, man. Listen to whatever you like. Agreed. What's Doesn't next matter. in the email? It's not finished yet. There's more. I know. Oh. What's next? Go ahead. Um, Read the rest of the email. When I pick up an album that I'm particularly fond of, it can take me right back to the time and place, which, again, I don't think digital can... Nec- I don't think that's true. I think music is music, whatever. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think if you liked 
a particular band and you listen to it in the 80s, I don't think it matters whether it's on vinyl, CD, or digital. That well, this it's is funny. The Duchess itself, actually just went to sell. The Duchess just went to sell some of her music, and she thought she'd get a few bucks for it. She got quite a few bucks because she had some cassette tapes from the 90s and we're both like what the hell and we understand the aesthetic of the vinyl you put the needle on the record and all that but you get a bit of crackle it's but a cassettes crackle, like what the hell like oh it sounds murkier and it gets all twisted up yeah cassettes were terrible were cassettes, cassettes were terrible the only reason the only reason cassettes existed is because you wanted to have a more portable format for your music yeah and we didn't the amount, the amount of times you were there with a with a pen yeah reeling it all back in because exactly. it had unraveled in you and then trying not to get it twisted yeah Stupid holy crap man um the one thing i will say for cassettes right every time i see a tv show set in the 80s with a with a proper sony walkman i'm always like oh so Yep. That is cool to see. The bright yellow one was always the one to have. Yes. So good. Continuing anyway, with the email. Anyway, uh, which again, I don't think digital is necessarily doing the same. The only thing I would agree with with that, just going back to that slightly, is it is there is something about the crackle of a record. You know, when you put the stylus on and it crackles. Yes. You know, you don't get that with digital because it's all like polished up, isn't it? There's none of that crackle. Well, you do. Uh, you- and I can't. I can't forget the stupid childlike excitement I still get when I have the opportunity to pop up uh, to London and go crate digging in some of the record stores up there, especially when I might stumble on a rare find. Uh, interestingly, we in Preston, we have a place called Action Records, uh-huh. uh, which has literally been there since the 80s. I mean, this shop has never... Closed. Still sell rare vinyl and stuff now. And when my brother, when we, like me and my brother used to go shopping for records and that they will like that just huge boxes just full of vinyl for you to look through yeah. uh, but they used to get all the rare import special editions and stuff like that and if you if you spoke to them they would they would get stuff in for you you know if you knew about something that was coming out and the, there was like a special <laughs> welcome to the get better in gamers podcast where we explain the concept of special ordering in a store <laughs> no but no, no but they used to get stuff that nowhere else would have Yes, I know. They they that's would get stuff special. in that like you could go to HMV and get whatever. Right, that's what. But if you went to Action Records, you would get stuff that you couldn't buy anywhere yes. else. Special ordering, right? Yeah, right. Uh, I'm not a complete troglodyte as I do as I do download from Bandcamp, etc. Oh yeah, uh, but just brought out my tuppence into what I am also a fan of the medium. Hopefully, either yourselves or your listeners might relate with other things, games, books, etc. Sure. Yeah. It's all about how much you care about the medium as well. Like, so for a lot of gamers, they prefer physical because they care about the medium that much. So it's really down to if you care about that much. Same with books. Like, I'd rather get an ebook than a book. But I understand why people would rather get a book. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a thing yeah. in their hands, collectible. So it's weird you should say you should say that because I I have no problems reading from a Kindle. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have all my books on a Kindle. But my mother-in-law, she like we got her a Kindle, and she's like, "I can't do with this. I need a proper book." Well, that's me. Yeah, I had a student sense. buy me a Kindle, and I was like, "Dude, no, I'm take it back." Yeah. He's like, "I threw the receipt away. I knew you'd say that." And I, he was like, "Just try it. I think you'll like it." And I tried it, and I didn't like it. Oh. And it's been sitting he in my. Know you very well, Duke. It's been <laughs> si- no. I said in class, like I don't like it. I, I, you know, maybe I said I, maybe if I tried it, I would like it. And he really liked his, so he wanted to be nice to me because I helped him out with something, and like. You know, it's very nice of him to offer it, but I was just like, I don't think I'm going to use it. And he's like, well, try it. And I tried it a few times. And, you know, I've got books on my phone that I'll sometimes read. I'm reading the Tao Te Ching on my phone, but I just don't like staring at a screen. When I'm reading a book, I want to look at pages on with paper. I definitely, 
That's why I still buy manga when I can, because, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I look at a screen 12 hours a day for a job, so yeah, like, sure. I try and avoid. That's why I don't read too much, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. I could agree. Look, I agree with something like manga, because it's sort of like a comic. I would well, say manga's a lot easier to pirate, though, as well, though. So, well, a lot of other... times I read it online, because I have to. Yeah, but the, but the thing with manga, you want it like a comic, don't you? You don't want it in a digital form, because it's, it's just not the same. Uh, but with just normal words on a page, I don't think it really matters. Uh, the only the only thing I don't like about reading on a Kindle is there is something about reading a book and knowing how much is left just by looking at it. D- does that make sense? Because you look at a book, you can see how far through you are, whereas with a obviously a Kindle, you've, apart from tapping on the screen to see what percentage you've read, you don't you don't get that visual cue like, oh, I'm nearly yeah. at the end or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you, you get to visually see progression like fucking leveling up in a game. You're like, yeah, you sure. have a big session and go, oh, two thirds left. Nice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 My feeling. Yeah. Or you'd like read, you get really engrossed in a book and then you're looking like, geez, I've only got that left, that much left to read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas obviously with a Kindle, you don't really get that. Um, anyway, apologies for the essay. Keep up the good work, guys, and keep on gaming. Cheers. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it's a good email. I like that. I like emails that will get us talking. Uh, uh, next, uh, I was going to say final, but it's not because we've got a quiz, people. Get Jeez. ready. Hold on. This is Hold on. Come on, baby. Uh, but yeah, this, the, the last normal email is from Jacinta. Oh, Jacinta. snap. Her name is Jacinta. Uh, and she says this two times, no email tax. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, you need email tax. I know, yeah. Hi, boys. Hey. Uh, I can't. I can't believe I forgot to email not once but twice. Mm, it's true. Thanks a lot. We did notice. We noticed, didn't we, Duke? We yeah, we noticed. Did. What are you doing? Uh, I I expected the first one as it was literally moving day, uh, but the second, yeah, I just did that thing teachers do in the holidays and just like totally forgot what day it was. Yeah. Uh, I kind of remembered, but it was like a whole day late when I did. <laughs> Yeah, it's no good. It's just not good enough. Uh, moving, everyone's moving. Oh, anyways, because of moving, I haven't played too many games. I did, I did a few more hours of The Last of Us Two. Oh snap! And I f- and fumbled around for that one game, like the game that feels like home. You know, that's your default usually for me. That's some type of MMO or online thing. Yeah. Um. So I've got my PC hooked up to the TV now. Sweet. So I've also been I've also been screwing around trying to get a controller to work with games that do not have native PC support. I managed to get League of Legends working in a rudimentary fashion using okay. a DS4 Windows. Interesting. Uh, but I think half the fun was getting it to work and soon got bored of it. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, I know Jacinta listens to the podcast and she might not watch the stream, but I'm showing an Audi DeFranco concert on the screen here, just so you know, Jacinta. I was wondering who that was. Yeah. Because she likes Ani DeFranco and I like Ani DeFranco. So there you go. Rock on. Yeah. Uh, other games I briefly tried out include Dota 2, Guild Wars 2, yeah. Black Desert Online, and uh, Trusted Diablo 3. Sweet. Alas, none of these held my attention for long. Uh, Guild Wars 2 I, I got into. I like that a lot. Dota is fun if you can play bots, but they completely messed up the bots matchmaking, so it's not happening ever. Uh, I've since spent the last few hours playing Neverwinter Online. Okay, that was oh, a good yeah, one. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, a game I've been aware of, but not really given much of a chance in the past. It's a pretty solid uh, MMO. Well, the social medias have been bombarded with content from the Baldur's Gate three beta, so yeah. I wanted to try something officially D and D. Yeah, fair enough. 
Let me tell you. Okay. It's in good shape right now. Yeah. I'm having a lot of fun as a cliched drow rogue. Yeah. Uh, I've kind of given up trying to map controllers to games, though. Too time-consuming and randomly doesn't work half the time. Hmm. I might invest in one of those trackball mice, which are more couch-friendly. Yeah, I can see that. Supposedly better for the RSI, too. Um, oh, they are, yeah. Well, everyone's different, but I've used travels, and they're not good for my job, but they are good for casual stuff. Yeah. Mm. They are so daggy, uncool, not sure you have this word in the US, UK. No, daggy. So. Mm. Nope. Daggy. I've, I've sort of vaguely heard it, I guess. Probably in neighbours or Speaking something. of Apex Twin, come to daggy. Come to daggy. I see what you did there. Yeah. So daggy, according to Google, is a scruffy or unfashionable. Okay. There you go. That sounds like me. Uh, won't all the PC Master Race kids be proud? Such cool. Yes. Wow. Anyways, enough blabbering. School starts again tomorrow. Question. Yeah, school. Question. Yes. Do you think it's worth a $120 gamble on a trackball mouse, or do I stick to getting a decent wireless mouse? Is there really no I more cheap alternatives? Like It seems like trackballs shouldn't be that expensive. Yeah, they are quite any anything sort of, I suppose. I remember I had this awesome trackball back in the day. It came with like five different colored spheres to put in the thing. And it was like just so fashionable. I felt so cool using it. I'm like, yeah. No, what you really were, Duke, was daggy. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. sounds like a lot, Justin. So like even my like fancy video sync trackball mouses are like 70 quid. Maybe like, she gets expensive ones because she wants like the top end trackball mouse. I mean, yeah, fair enough. But like, go even to the dollar store and see if they have any trackballs. Like forty quid. Yeah. Well, this is this is what I would say. This is my opinion on this. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you sat on the couch and you need a game with a mouse, most of the time it's just it's just hard work. I mean, you you might have like a, a lap tray, I guess, where you can stick some of it on your lap to put your keyboard and mouse on, but. If, in my opinion, I guess a trackball would make more sense because you don't have to move it around. Well, yeah, that's what she's saying. No, but then in that case, I think it is worth the the gamble on the trackball rather than the traditional mouse. Well, it seems like I you ought to be able to find a cheap a one. Have there. you tried that new egg? Like a lot of money. Have you tried new egg? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah a more reasonable egg. trackball mouse. But and here's the thing, right? If you order it from Amazon and it doesn't work out, you can always send it back. That that's true. true, but on the other hand, fuck Amazon. Jeff Bezos is a shit. Don't oh, give him any more money. Up. They have a good return. He is a shit until it's Prime Day. I need to buy new camera equipment. Yeah, well. Exactly. I'm sorry. Exactly. Suck I it. That when I was Factory like, worker, ahead, I was like, warehouse sorry, workers, Eric. you can piss in jars. I uh, hope you all have a wonderful week, Jacinta. P.S. My now living partner stroke boyfriend is making me watch the original Alan Partridge series. Oh, uh, yeah. I've seen this time, but this is a whole other level of awkward comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. My well, <laughs> name is Jacinta. I literally had to stop watching that due to cringe of awkwardness after two seasons. Oh, yeah, Pete yeah. Joe's brilliant. There's a point where it's just like, like this isn't that. so fun anymore. That's why I really am glad that. I mean, look, The Office Office is awesome, but I'm glad they changed it for the US because there comes a point where it's like, you know what? I can only laugh at this person for so long. Like, I want to laugh with them a little bit. Pete. We watched the original, the initial episode of Peep Show again the other day, where he thinks she's got cancer. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, wow! Please don't touch my floppy cock. <laughs> you, you, you definitely forget how. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, any other Derek, emails? 
No, no, just Derek's quiz. Let's get oh on it. Goodness. Hope the move went well, Jacinta, by the way. Yeah. Hope, yeah. I hope the move went well. Yay. Yeah. Uh, let's get quizzical, people. Let's Ooh. get quizzical. Quizzical. I see what you did there. See what I did there. Yeah. Uh, hello, veteran gamers. Hello. Hello. Uh, time for another quiz where all you have to do is guess the name of the singer or band from the clues. Okay. Answers to follow by SpeakPipe, which I have sent you. Just going to say. Okay. Uh, after you finish the last quiz on the hard difficulty, yeah. I have added an extra difficulty level for oh, this one. Snap. Oh, snap. It just keeps getting I harder. Know. Uh, the new levels are as follows. Easy, one to three correct answers. Medium, four to six. Okay. Hard, seven to eight. New quiz plus, nine <laughs> to ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. Uh, only the bravest, boldest, brainiest, and best need to even think about finish the quiz on the new quiz plus difficulty. Will Stu live up to the name of his DJ alter ego? Will Duke and his this week's guest presenter bring the AAA game to the quiz party? Yes. I'll try. Yeah, have fun and let's get quizzing then. All right, let's do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yes. Question number one. He contributes regularly to the Veteran Gamers podcast, but still worries about pronouncing the last letter of the American alphabet. What? Hmm. Say it again. He contributes regularly to the Veteran Gamers podcast, but still worries about pronouncing the last letter of the American alphabet. Well, I want to say it's something like Jason, because Jason Gallagher. Uh, that's my first thought, yeah. And then Z, but I don't know Jason Z. See, the only thing I can think with a Z is ZZ Top. It's easy, but that doesn't have anything to do with contributing to this. No. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. It's Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Let me play the sound clip from the SoundCloud. Okay, that's been it. Here are the answers to the quiz. Number one. You might have 99 problems, but quizzing one. You answered Jay-Z. Hey, we got it by thinking through it. What? What? Well, we're going to get easy rating okay. so far. Uh, number two. This band are always going to misbehave, but not because of the way they were nurtured. Oh, duh. I don't know what that is. Go on. What Hip-hop, is hooray! Oh, oh annoyed by nature. Oh. Uh, yeah. I'm nailing it. Oh. Number two. You'll be shouting hip-hop, hooray. I just did. If you said naughty by nature. Booyakasha! What? Uh, like Stew, <laughs> like Stew, the members of this American New Wave band just won't shut up. <laughs> I have no clue what that is. Talking heads, American I assume. Ah, uh, yeah, it will be. Will it? No, it definitely will be. I can't think of another. Yeah, no, that's totally American gonna New be Wave band that has anything about talking in their name or yapping yeah, or it's blabbing. Gotta be, it's got to be talking heads. It's got to be talking heads. Number it's three. Be. You won't be on the road to nowhere. There you go. Yeah. If you guessed, talking heads. And the well, days go by. Well, Water flowing on a river. And the days go by. 
Same as it ever was. Uh, question number four. This takes us into medium people. All right. We nailed those easy ones. Oh, Bring Duke, it. it takes Duke into medium. I'm saying, though. Shit at this. Yeah. Uh, question number four. Never mind what the critics said about this band. They were often known to achieve a state of absolute musical bliss. Well, if we're meant to take that first part literally... Then it's Never not mind what the critics of. said about this band. They were often known to achieve a state of absolute musical bliss. I mean, a, a state of absolute bliss starts with an N. Never mind, Nirvana. Fucking hell, you're way too good at this. He's nailing all the stuff from my teenage years. Of course I know this. Yeah, yeah, too good Number four. I want to give Polly another cracker. There you go. She rightly guessed. Nirvana. Yeah. Well, I'll get you, right? No, right? Uh, that takes it to medium. Well done, Jude. You're doing Sweet. well. <laughs> what? I'll cheer you on. Number five. This British band lit up this mind. There'll be one for Jude. I know, right? This British band lit up the charts and everyone agrees they possess great and unique talents, especially from a young age. This band lit up the charts. British band. This British band lit up the charts and everyone agrees they possess great and unique talents, especially from a young age. Gifted child? Uh, prodigy? No, oh, no. prodigy. No, it's not the prodigy. Well, that's a child who has a lot of talents at a young age. Do you know what? You might be right. <laughs> you could be right. I was just saying well, words that came to mind when I heard the clue, but I, mean, I think I'm, I am I think right. I think you could be right. I think you could be right. I mean, lit up the charts doesn't send me out of space. I don't know. No, Firestarter. Firestarter, yeah, you're right. Duh. Is, I don't really is. know a lot of songs by this group. <laughs> <laughs> I am the fire <laughs> I can't believe you got that. You're I so know, good right? Just by like randomly saying words. But you know what? I, know, I tell my like, students oh, yeah, all the time. Starter. I tell my students the all the charts. time. Like, that's what you do. You just put down your... That's brainstorming, man. You light one firecracker. The others around it will light up. Let's see if we're right. Number five. I'll be the one starting fires. Ah. You didn't guess. The Prodigy. Yeah. Wowzers. Wowzers. We right, okay, you ready? Prodigy. We're doing well here. This could be a clean sweep. Here we go. Number six. Uh, if you start with gun, then move on to word, and finish off with silver, you'll surely know the name of this revered British band. Gun, word, silver? What? You start off with gun, then move on to word, and finish off with silver. You'll surely know the name of this revered British band. Is there a band called 346? Because that's how many letters are in each of those words. <laughs> I don't think that's Gun, it. word, silver. <laughs> Lone Ranger? It's gone. Hmm. Hmm. Gun, word, Gun. silver. Uh, pistol. Rifle. Silver. Noun, silver. word, letters, or silver, metal, something metal. What's the last part of the clue? Then you'll surely know the name of this revered British band. Revered British band. I have no idea. Not Oasis. 
No, I did think that, but it's not, no. <laughs> yeah, you get to that. Huh, I guess he stumped us. I don't know. Weird British band. Let me think. Beatles. Uh, yes, the British. That's fucking me up. The Can Rolling I... Stones. The Who? The who? Gun. Uh, word Silver. Finish off with Silver? Pistol Bang. <laughs> Pistol Bang. Well, I'm just thinking words that relate to gun. Start with gun, then move on to word. Weapon. Noun. I don't know. I give up. No, I don't I, know. All right, I'm let's find out. Good. Number six. Someone will definitely want to hang the GJ if you didn't answer. The Smiths. No. Uh, gunsmith. Wordsmith. Silversmith. Okay. I see what you did there. I see what he did. That was he did, but I would That was that. rough. Yeah, that I was, don't think we'd have ever have got that. Should be in the hard category. This is still medium. Uh, yes, I think oh, so. Yes, we've, we've got five out. It's not going to get. It, it's not going to get. Oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, it's the number we get right. It's not yeah, that they're getting more get difficult. Right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they were getting more and more difficult. Okay. No, number okay. seven. Right. I don't feel too bad. Uh, yeah, well, we're in with your chances, American. Yeah. Uh, this American band's name is associated with Halloween. And that fact always leads to thoughts of breaking them up. Uh, pumpkin, pumpkin ads, smashing pumpkins, smashing pumpkins. There you go. Look at Antonio. Today's the greatest. Billy Corgan, smashing pumpkins. Yep, thank you. <laughs> Homer Simpson, smiling black. <laughs> this music's really getting to the crowd. <laughs> Number seven. You'll be having a happy Halloween if you end it with Smashing Pumpkin. Yeah. Ooh, awesome. Yeah, Somebody ordered a, a London Philharmonic Orchestra. I'm looking at you, <laughs> possibly while high. Cypress By Hill. the way, we can look. Can I just mention we've only got one wrong so far? That's right. We're nailing this. So we, can, we can still do Super Game Plus. And when we say we, we mean Antonio and me. But anyway, go well, on. I mean well, you. Yeah. Well, you, Antonio you. got that last. You got mainly all of these. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you ready? Question number eight. Yes. Here we go. Let's we go. keep this going. Okay. This band's name may be seem. May sorry. This band's name may seem. Maybe seem plain. Is that is he written it? It's like probably meant purpose? to leave the B out, so it may seem plain. Yeah, this band's name may seem plain, but people are always surprised to find out they were caught stealing over and over again. Uh, <laughs> kleptomaniacs, kleptos. No. I mean, Jane's addiction, maybe, because it's been caught stealing. Nah, but they're not plain. Like... Nothing shocking. I don't know. Band's name um, plain. Is it? Did he say American band, or did he not get no, the nationality? No, he just said just this band's name this may, band's seem, may plain. seem plain. Well, people are always surprised to find out they were caught stealing over and over again. I mean, over and over indicates an addiction, and they did the song "Been Caught Stealing." I'm going with Jane's addiction. I don't think that's right. It may not be, but I can't come up with anything. Oh, man, you I think right. no, you might be right. I think you're right. Plain Jane, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. That's that's the plain part. Plain Jane. All right, let's uh, see. Number eight. Uh, you're right. I mean, you're right. You'll have been caught out if you didn't give the correct answer. Jane's addiction. Yeah. Wow. Well done, you. Oh, me. But it's weird when you think about it, like plain Jane. Well, sure. Huh. 
Uh, question number nine. Look, we're doing well. We're yeah. doing well. We're into. I think we're into hard there. I, I think, think we've got so. seven right, haven't we? We've got seven out of eight. Yeah. So we've got, we're into hard people. If we get these next two right... Yeah, we're into hard people. That's us. Really New game plus. That's New right. New quiz go plus. Ahead. <laughs> New quiz plus. Here we go. Question number nine. Number nine. Uh, this British band are not old and, while they feel okay... They're troubled by the constant urge to eat human flesh. Hmm. So something to do with zombies. Nope. No? No. Cannibals? There you go. Oh, do you know what this is? Yes. Oh, fine, you cannibals. There you go. Hooray! Stu got one! I did! Well, I've got someone with a bit of a clue. Whatever. (laughs) A a win is a win. Number nine. FYI, the correct answer is FYC. Fine, young, cannibals. She drives me crazy. <laughs> right, number 10, this is it, people. It's not Cannibal Holocaust, okay. <laughs> if we get this right. It's a movie, it's not a band. This is serious shit right now. Okay, if we get this right, if we get this. If we get this right, it's New Quiz Plus, people. Oh, snap. This is it. Is this, this the is last the one, or are there more after this one? Okay, here we go. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. This singer, singer is part of an abbey once a week, which is not surprising as she she was once known as a child of destiny. Well, uh, Beyonce? None. Um, I mean, child of destiny is destiny's child. And there was what? Beyonce. No, there's uh, three of them. Were, right, I know. The other two. I don't here. remember the other two. Let's. Can we, we shouldn't look it up, <laughs> should does. we? That's wrong to look it up, isn't it? Yeah, no, you can't look it up. Although you need to kind of know what it is. Uh, <laughs> Beyonce. Uh, Rihanna wasn't like in it, was she? Anything to do with an abbey, does it? This singer no. is part of an abbey once a week. Which is not surprising, as she was once known as a child of destiny. God, what's the other two? What are the other two? I'm from Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child. Sorry. I saw the Beyonce movie where they came on stage with her, but I, I couldn't remember. <laughs> I saw the Beyonce movie where they came on stage with her. I think it was uh, called Kelly Rowland, if I remember rightly. I don't remember the other one. <laughs> Kelly Rowland? I think. I can't imagine it's Kelly Rowland. Patty and Selma? Oh, no, but she was another Destiny's Child, so. Uh-huh. Uh. You've got me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. None. No, Abby. Abby wants uh, like, Abbas, got to be a lyric. Um, Downton. Um, none. Look, we cannot. Look, let's Bride just go Christ. Beyonce because we... we sure, we we'll say Beyonce and we'll be wrong. Let's find out. And finally, we'll let's do it. number 10, you'll be crazy in love with yourself oh. if you correctly answered Beyonce. Uh, well, that, shit. Well, I don't get the what does that have thing? to do with Beyonce? Be I don't know. Abby mm. once a week. I don't know. I have no idea of that. Eh. <clears throat> some song maybe that relates to it in some way. Derek, write in again and tell us what Beyonce has to do with an Abby once a week. Yeah, tell us. Anyway, tell we us won! Us. Yay! We got it all correct. We one. did win. I should play the rest of the speak pipe here. for the quiz. So until next time, I'll just say, keep on gaming. There you go. Keep on listening to music, apparently. That's yeah, right. Yeah, keep on listening. Hey, by the way, just whoa, whoa. Whoa. New Ooh. Quiz Plus people, we yeah. fucking smashed it. Wow. What? What? Good job, New y'all. New 
Quiz plus. Take that, Chinny, for not helping. <laughs> All right, and that was our I only speak by. So he speak has put an explanation, by the way, in the chat. Oh, yeah? What's that? He's put A, B... Beyonce a week. What? A, B, Beyonce, Ab, a, B, once a week. Once a week. Oh, so, I see. So... Uh, wow, that's that's that. kind of a stretch, man. That's kind of a Carl Pilkington kind of cool, dude. <laughs> that is a very big stretch. <laughs> so we were meant to get it from Abby like Beyonce being yeah, spelt out I, in Abby once a week. I'm just glad I got it from Destiny's Child because yeah, you, you know, did. <laughs> I never listened Destiny. to them, but I remember hearing she was in that group. So here's he us thinking it was one of the more obscure ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It can't be Beyonce. Uh, so. Thank you, Derek. That was an awesome quiz. We had a Thank lot of you. fun with it. Very good. Yay! Uh, right. Can I just say, by the way, Game Punches, Game Punches, Game Punches. Bod said Spider-Man Miles Morales for the PS5. That's uh, uh, no, that's PC. coming on. That's coming on PS4 as well. Yeah, because okay. I'm going to get it on PS4. There you go. Uh, apparently, Demon Souls remake <laughs> is an exclusive PS5 only launch time. All right, we, we talked about that for an hour. We're, as well. we're moving on. It's time for a shout out. Yeah. Hey, Antonio, who are you shouting out? Uh, thanks for having me on. I got yes. no other shout out. Okay. Shout out World Health, Mental Health Awareness Day. Thank yeah. Take care of yourselves. Interesting people. to hear so many people's stories and people who resonate with my story as well. That's so thank right. you for everyone that responded to my story. Amen. Uh, I'm going to shout out Chinny. Hopefully he's having a really good time in Cornwall. Chinny. Thank you. Uh, obviously going to thank uh, Antonio for filling in. Uh, yeah, well, thanks just, Antonio. Um, just douche who forgets shit. T-H-A-K-Y-O-U Thank you. There you go. And that's about it, I think. Oh, and obviously another shout-out to the Overseas Connection for reaching the 600-show milestone. Yeah, well done. Hooray. Well done. Uh, Duke, over to you. Yeah, I will shout out Tainted Brain and Nick and Colin All Cars for the Twitter comms. I, I originally wrote for the Twitter lols, but it's not always lols. Like sometimes it's just, you know, conversations and chatter about actually, other things that aren't lols. Uh, Tainted Brain reached out to me, actually. Yeah, because uh, he watched my mental health thing, and he uh, mentioned that he like found me through the show. So hi, Tater Brown. Thank yeah. you for reaching out to me. Yeah. What you said meant a lot to me. So thank there you. There you go. And you know, you, you you never know. You put something out on the internet, it could have use and help for other people. So thanks mm-hmm. to you, Antonio, for making that video, and uh, thanks to Stu for uh, doing his awesome mixes, and thanks to Chinny for not being here for a week so we could take a break from him, and thanks to everybody <laughs> for listening. And thanks to the Duchess for uh, helping to... Well, she's packing up a whole bunch of stuff. And thank you to, uh, yeah, um, the world for m- treating me pretty well. That's it. We're done. Uh, by the way, oh, by the way, can I just say... Yeah, just say it say, now. Quickly. Uh, do you know what my mixes are really good for? What's that? Playing Forza Horizon 3 2. Works well, there perfectly. you go. Hmm, I can see that. Okay. Chemical if you like this world. podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vain to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about our Come on. Now. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then, of course, you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out. Oh. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery.
missed a question on the Discord. Oh, what's that? Oh, by uh, Sumu. Oh, yeah? Oh, yes, there was. Uh, well, there was there now. Go, on, go for it, yeah. Go, go for it. Discord. What the heck? I'm the host of this show. Yes, do it. Come on. You're the only one who caught it. So you have to do it. Oh, sure. Follow me, bro. Come on, do it. All right, maybe I should be the... All right, fine. All right, <laughs> you just are the man. Just do it. Yeah, go ahead. What is it? Evening, guys. So with all your Patreon money in the bank, I think it might be advised to make an anti-seal anti podcast smear ad to halt <laughs> their steamrolling to podcast domination. Uh, oh, yeah. No, yeah. Give us some it. money! Yeah, they're lovely guys, so I don't think... Yeah. Saying that, give them money on Patreon so it can go to Stu's pocket and no one else's. <clears throat> Uh, I'm thinking of buying Fallout 4. Do I have to play the rest uh, to understand it? No. 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 <laughs> Do I have to have played the previous? No. No. Uh, if you wanted to, you could play New Vegas, maybe, but I'd say New no. Vegas don't play is a great game. Though. Three's good. Yeah, you don't, have, you don't have to play any of that shit. Just play nope. four. It's fine. Have any of you watched Ghosts? It's made no. by the people who made Horrible Histories. It's brilliant, and it's on iPlayer. Hope you all have a fantastic week. Why did uh, you I punch not, us? I've never heard of it. I'm sorry. No. Nope. But I finished Cobra Kai this week. Oh, snap. Oh my god, that that show is so bloody good. I just love it. Honestly, it's just we binged it like literally or nearly all of it in like probably the space of four days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so good. Have you two watched this? Have you both watched it? Nope. I still need to see the Karate Kid. So there's oh, no point. Oh man. So oh classic. man. Come on, just watch the Karate Kid. It takes an hour and a half. It's. Crazy. You want to talk about? You want to talk about games to play? I have nearly a thousand films in my watch list. So. Well, do you know that. what? You can't watch Cobra Kai till you've watched the Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. Yeah, no is shit. Worth watching yeah, no the shit. Karate Kid four. Although there was a clip from the Karate Kid two which I have never seen. I was like, did that really happen? Was that a thing? <laughs> it was free. Was he? I don't know. Yeah. Jesus. I'm, well, I'm, sure check, I'm pretty darn sure that it was free. That was free, yeah. Yeah, terrible. Uh, Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Uh, Cobra Kai is great. It is so, so. Have you seen it, Jude? No. Oh, you need to watch it. It's so yeah, that's good. what you said. It, it is really like a trip down memory lane. Every, and they, they interweave the sort of flashbacks to Karate Kids so well. Word. You know what I mean? Because he put a lot of the original film clips in as flashbacks and it just works. Yeah. So, so good. I love it. You can see the second season got a bit more cash. The production value is definitely better in season two than it was in the first season. Mm-hmm. But it's good. A lot of the kids in it, by the way, I found this out afterwards, a lot of the kids in it all did karate or taekwondo and stuff. Dude. So they've all got skills, man. Not all of them, but some of quite a majority of them have got some skills in karate or taekwondo already. There were four karate kids. The next karate kid, nineteen ninety four. Wow. Oh, that's wow. right. Just karate Mr. Kid Hillary Swank, Jesus. wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I know that. How do of, you know that? Because of Thirty Rock, when she's at one point taking on a mentor, she's like fighting no good daniel son but if must fight win karate kid i accept and then at the end of the show she's like uh you le- you mess with girl you mess with me surf shop owner karate kid for hillary swank and i was like okay so <laughs> that 30 is, rock that that's pretty, a show that you need to watch easy. don't tell me what i need to watch, watch, watch some of it. i have watched some oh, of it so good so good yeah um so there you go we, have we answered that we done yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah, I got you. Thanks back, for listening, boy. everybody. They may not, but I do. Yeah. There you go. You see. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Didn't we do that? We already did yeah. it. That's the I'm funny thing. Yuck, 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 Let's yuck. You did that. Anyway, Jude, um, can I just say before you go, good luck on the move. Thank you, hey, man. 
Uh, good luck I think we've done the hard part. Like it. it feels like the next part, you know, because we're not moving. The people are moving stuff for us. So all we got to do is just make sure it's in boxes and then... Yeah, you still got to unpack all that shit. I know, but that's the easy part. That's the fun part. It's like Christmas. Admit, by the way, I saw the picture. That place looks secluded. It's nice. We got a nice setup, man. Let me tell you what. Although, to be fair, right, you put a picture up of it, but I couldn't actually see a house on the picture. It just looked Well, that's because like, it's I under the trees. Oh, is it it's in the shaded. middle of the trees? Yeah, it's huh. shaded, man. We got some shade going on. I Save on heating on AC costs. It. Yeah. But the house <laughs> is gorgeous. I'll put a picture of the house when we get there. Yeah, I need to see the house, man. There's no good putting in a picture of the trees. I don't need you peeking in my windows. I want to peek <laughs> in your windows, man. I want to have a look at your house. No, right? It's going to be oh, lit. House. <laughs> yeah, so next time you hear from me, I will be in the Chipmunk Hill house. Chipmunk Hill house. Chipmunk Hill Wow, but you can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. All right, guys. Awesome. Have a good week. Have yes, a great thank week, you. Guys. Thanks again, Antonio, for popping Thanks, by. Antonio. You're very welcome, fellas. You're very welcome. And it's been a, It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. And now Thank the show much. is over. Goodbye, everyone. Done.